Oh my goodness, it's exciting! Did you know that there are nine X-Men movies, and today we are going to try to rank all of them from best to worst. Along the way, you are going to get spoilers for all the movies in the X-Men movie franchise, as well as the X-Men animated series of the 90s, The Usual Suspects, Dumb and Dumber, Total Recall, District 9, Batman Begins, Kill Bill, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and Looper. Last week, we spent about an hour going on about everything that was good and everything that was bad about X-Men Apocalypse, and we also talked about the fact that X-Men Apocalypse is the ninth installment in the X-Men movie franchise. So tonight, we've got a panel, a roundtable panel, discussion board panel, Hollywood Squares, to present our lists of the X-Men movies from best to worst in our own personal opinion. Tyler has made such a list. I've made it. It's been made. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. <laughs> this is, this is Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Let's start over. Yeah, I got it. Matt Hughes made a list. Yep. Good morning, everyone. I've made a list. It goes from one to nine. What makes Don't you think it's the morning? Yeah, I like to that. imagine that people first thing on a Monday see this in their feed and they go, yes. And then on their commute to work and for their first little time at their desk, they listen to our podcast. Okay. So if anyone <laughs> at all does anything like that, please let us know. So, so Yeah. Matt. Validate my thoughts. I need that. Patrick made a list. I made a list. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a second, contrarian. <laughs> oh man, people are going to be so confused. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Liam is here. Bonjourno. And Liam also uh, made a list. I hope I made a list. Did you? Because when you got here, you didn't have your list yet. I typed it on my sweet. IPhone. He made it while okay. I was making oh, tea. Don't, yeah. Don't advertise for Apple. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't give us any money. I'll bleep that out. It may have been an Android. No him. one knows. They paid him to be. That's here. true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess technically, yeah, yeah. he works there. All right. Well, you know, uh, usually how we do this is we go through each movie in release order, and then we make everyone confess exactly where they put it. Are you guys ready? Let's be. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's take it back 16 years. So you already did the math on that one? It's yeah, 2000. 2000. It's, it's easy simple math. math. Freaking easy thousand. Math. My yeah. gosh. Man, where were you in 2000? So... That's just when did I'll when look did you up um, in the year three? Th- oh, that's the wrong year. When did Spider Man one come out? Two thousand two. Yeah. Is that your guess? After nine eleven. Oh United yeah, because they had to remove, had to be, yeah. had to remove that helicopter. You're right. Yeah. This was the first. That's lunch. Who was me lunch? Super. No, I guess that the Incredible does. Hulk Thank came you. out in eighty nine. Excuse me. There was a Hulk movie in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, there's lots of Marvel movies and comic book movies in the world. Tim Burton's Batman was before that. Ninja Turtles was before that. Ninja Turtles is a comic book Marvel movie specifically. Uh, Anyway, anyway, what I was trying to say is that you could credit X Men for for fueling the fires of Marvel's fandom cinematically, cinematic universe stuff. Oh yeah, this has to be the first huge blockbuster, universally loved. Everyone was going to see it. It was now all of a sudden characters like Wolverine that before only little kids that read comic books knew about and had posters on their wall. Yeah. I did. Now uh, everyone I knew was like, yeah, Wolverine's awesome. Yeah. I'm like, I've it been trying to tell you guys. Yeah, when was the cartoon? In the 90s, 80s and 90s. Before right? the movie, right? Yeah, that belonged oh, yeah. to it. That still belonged to a, a specific group group of us. Did you guys? I love that, that cartoon. cartoon? I still oh, I love that cartoon. I can still see the intro in my yeah. mind when we do the song. 
Well, it started in 92, actually. There you go. That's Sorry, great. I was wrong. I pre Yeah, well, they're, they're running at each other in the opening. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of water happening at one point. Like they're fly- rogues flying and you water comes up behind us. But Matt is doing the He's most flailing. expressive thing with his arm He's right now. He's flailing. Stop flailing. He's flailing. It's true. X-Men, Brian Singer, who at this point had directed Usual Suspects. Um, yeah, we get that usual suspects title card every time. Every yeah, bad time. hat Charlie yeah. or bad something. Bad hat Harry. Bad That's hat his Harry. Amblin E. T. That's right. His That's Taran- his bad robot. J.J. Abrams. Bad so his imagine Tarantino Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, but it was good sixteen movie. years ago. I wasn't yep. following the behind the scenes of movies the way I you to slacker. the degree that I am today. So I didn't know, but uh, that's an that's a really interesting development. This guy makes usual suspect usual suspects, <laughs> usual which suspects. Is a, a credible kind of uh, interesting crime thriller yeah, type of thing. Great movie. And then he gets hired to do the X Men movie. That's like an unconventional kind of choice. That's right. more of the type of thing that happens now. Yeah. Not back then. Yeah, that's what probably do you mean? true. Like but if someone did like Owls of Cahool and then did like a superhero <laughs> no, movie. No, because Usual Suspects is about crime and intrigue and different sides trying to a figure out man. who's who. And don't do that. Don't do just that what, he has a limp. Don't, it do, just it. Seems don't do it. It just don't spoil Usual Suspects I didn't. in the world. Sorry, but yeah, that's isn't that different in that way it's crime it's it's mystery yeah it's but they're side, not taking like a big a guy who is responsible for some big sci-fi action thing right. and then giving him a property but i guess we didn't have yes. a ton of those to go on and say anyway i thought it's kind of interesting all right, Tyler's got we all survived y2k and squeezed X-Men lemon all over it all right X-Men comes out in 2000. That you guys, episode of My Name is Earl is great. I won't make you guys do this for all the movies, but since this is the big opening, what was it like? Did you guys all see X-Men in theaters? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Saw it in the theater. It was fun. It was cool. First, <laughs> first uh, fun. It was yeah, cool. like serious like franchise movie that we're going to do since uh, Batman? Yeah, right? since Batman. Yeah. And it's an ensemble cast. Kind of a risky thing to do. And um, it, was a, it was a hit. It was a slam dunk. The yeah. audiences enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It had some you know, certain weaknesses to it, but like it set precedent for what would eventually, you know, Marvel Studios would, you know, do even better. Yeah. Later on. So Man, it was cool. I was amazed because it was one of those things where I was a kid, like a ton of kids, that was super into comic books, X Men, and Wolverine in particular was one of my favorites. I had these Wolverine posters all over my wall. I had the toys and everything, you know, I like, uh, he was, he was the thing to me, but then in 2000, I'd gotten a little older and I wasn't as into it, but then I see this trailer on TV or whatever. And I'm thinking, Holy crap. There's like a movie and then all these wave of memories and the cartoon and the comics right, are so coming back to you. Nostalgia comes up. And you have to, obviously you have to go see this oh, yeah. thing. And I was just, I felt like, uh, the way the best comic book movies do now where you're, um, all that stuff that you love about it is right there on the screen. I was just like, this is incredible. I thought I was going to go in and be like, yeah, it would have been cooler when I was little. But yeah, I remember great. going to see it in the theater and just being so excited because I liked all the comic books. But when Wolverine did his claws at the beginning Ugh. and did the shotgun and all and put it around the guy's neck, I just could not believe what I was freaking seeing. I was like, this <laughs> is the coolest thing ever. There's when he punches the claw, fi- you know, the metal fist at the beginning. Yeah, you know? his introduction yeah. is great. So yeah, great. he's, he's like, taking the, the yeah, no one cage match. Yeah. A meeting like I that thought that X, the first X-Men movie was, was fantastic. All of that 
introductory stuff to the characters was so good. So good. To start the movie out in Auschwitz with them trudging through the mud and then this yeah. kid starts shouting and reaching and then the metal gate starts bending and thinking, oh, crap, that kid's Magneto. Whoa. He survived the Holocaust? <laughs> and we get two of the best cast comic book uh, actors ever in Professor X, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. and then Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Hugh Jackman, yep. yeah. But then, the yeah, the Great Hugh Jackman casting. intro was also really good with um, that cage match and he's just fighting people for yeah. money and then that he punches part. the guy in the fist and he's got like a they they've given you this great excuse for him to have this hokey comic book name it's his cage fighting right name. right and yeah the, it's the wolverine and you're just like oh that's so cool and they've turned who jubilee was in the cartoon into rogue yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> the, yeah. uh, which is better because she's way yeah. better than jubilee yeah well they were like well but we can have the girl who does sparkles i didn't or, right love, the mall rat the sparkle mall rat. rogue her she's, southern accent was she's okay. Like bad. you, you, you kind of she grows on you over time. But like her introduction was just so bad with her kissing that guy in bed and he gets all seizure. It turns into I like, see it's like that reptiles, the kryptonite yeah. veins. Yeah, just because you, obviously you can't touch her, so everybody has to get the weird vein face when they touch her. But I don't know. I, I just didn't think she was very compelling at first. But but as you. Spend time with Rogue. She develops into a nice, interesting character. <laughs> <laughs> she, grows, de- she flowers into a beautiful <laughs> woman. <laughs> she blooms. As I was saying, it, I can't. Uh, yeah, you can't talk about girls developing. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, you still are. <laughs> still well, going. Here, I'll save you. You know, something that Liam brought up that I think is uh, was really interesting about X Men is that yeah, they they begin the franchise as an ensemble movie. And for all intents and purposes, it's not an origin movie. When the movie begins, there's already an X-Men. There's already a school. It's established. You get an origin of Rogue. You get an origin of... uh, Well, not really. I guess not really of Wolverine. But he's not part of the X-Men. You get an origin of how he joins the X-Men. Yeah. You join him where he's at in that moment. And he's already had a ton of stuff happen to him. We don't know about. Like 100 plus years. Right. You get Bobby... Right, is Bob Ball Bay? Iceman. <laughs> Iceman. Uh, yeah. He's in the first one. <laughs> no, those they're just kids in the school. Bobby, yeah. Iceman, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. But I well, thought it was no, great. Listen here, Bobby. They even uh, even the introduction of uh, <laughs> the introduction of Gene and Professor at the Security Council meeting was really good. Oh yeah, the, a lot like, of exposition. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. A lot of exposition and a lot of. Um, yeah, origin of the conflict at least. Yeah, oh, they yeah, did such a good job. Those speeches really like yeah. put you in the place of what was going on. <clears throat> yeah, the, the, they so immediately Ian's there in the shadows. Yeah, they immediately got political with it, and then Professor and um, Magneto have that conversation out in the hallway. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really I like good. Ian McKellen, great, great cast yeah. on there. Chuck yeah. they, oh, they, yeah. they tap immediately into the theme that you know that was something Stan Lee was messing with in the comics forever ago about using the mutants as this kind of uh, cipher for talking about civil rights movement. Absolutely. And oh, it's absolutely civil rights. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the foundation of the entire um, X-Men cinematic universe, and they they establish all that stuff really well with the, f- the first movie. It's mm-hmm. not like an undercurrent. Yes. It they, is the thrust. Right. They <laughs> draw that parallel to the Holocaust, the Jewish Holocaust, right, right. right away, and it's well, because it's the most clear uh, parallel to what's happening. Wasn't here. the thought that Professor X is synonymous with Dr. King and uh, Magneto is synonymous with Malcolm X. Like right. The two different kind yep. of thoughts yeah. of one how to bring... One is non-violent, one yeah. is by any means necessary. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, never, I never realized that. That's good. Yeah, and uh, 
you know, this Thanks, another thing come that was up with it. really interesting about um, the X Men movie is that the X Men comic books, especially up until that point, were decidedly not PG thirteen in the sense that you wouldn't get swear words uh, in an X Men comic book. If you were, they would be extremely mild, and you would be kind of taken aback by like, oh my goodness, they just swore. Right. Yeah, and, and even if they did, it had like the little squigglies. Or right, something. they'd put like an yeah, ad sign and Kubert, a hashtag and <laughs> Qbert swear words. Yeah. And uh, the obviously you get a PG-13 flick, so there's swearing and there's uh, a crassness to it. And it changed the way that Marvel Comics did their comic books. Totally, they, yeah. they talked about how the scene where um, Wolverine gives the claw finger. The middle finger. Yes. Um, and the one where he, he, he presents himself to Cyclops when Mystique is fooling everybody. And Cyclops is about to blast him. And he says, it's me. And Cyclops is like, prove it. And he's like, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> they just realized yeah. that that was everyone's favorite kind of thing in the movie. And they can't do that in the comic books. So until then, all Marvel comic books had this little seal that would say approved by the Comics Code Authority. That's a good point. Which they meant brought about like, like uh, Marvel Max. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, Image so Comics. They did away Vertigo. with the, yeah. the code. Uh, eventually, a bunch of guys left Marvel and started Image Comic Books. You, you get things like Spawn and all that stuff was coming out of the fact that they stuff. realized, well, all these same kids love this movie and we can't do that stuff. Right. Comic books. So <laughs> comic books grew up a ton just because of the X-Men movie and the success hmm. of the X-Men yeah. movie. I read Good an point. interesting tidbit that the funny line where he says, who are you, Wills? Was, <laughs> uh, that was ad-libbed. Really? Because yep. that is great. That was one of the best lines. Why are you looking like you don't know what we're talking I'm about, man? I'm just blanking it. I can't. When, he when he's like learning all Cyclops. their stupid Wolverine codes. Storm. Oh, yeah. Wolverine calls them wheels. Yeah, what do they call <laughs> you, wheels? <laughs> he totally stuck it I thought you said wheels. stuck it. Making fun like of him. Multiple Williams. I didn't hear that you said wheels. There's, uh, uh, that wouldn't make any sense. I feel like they do that a lot in uh, these comic book movies where you get to the point in the film when they have to start talking about their identities and like the names of their team or their persons. And like they always kind of try and avoid it because they think it'll be cheesy if you just say, "Oh, we're the X Men," so it, they have to have Wolverine, you know, making fun of it. Yeah, right. what are your names? Yeah. Pointing out the ridiculousness so we can yeah. all be on the same page. Well, and then right. the X Men, they just skip right over. It's like also called Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Scott Summers like makes fun of the comic books when. Wolverine complains about the uniform and he says, what would you prefer, yellow spandex? Yeah, that's right. Like, good. well, yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. Is and that blue underpants. This is the, <laughs> think about how different, um, you know, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have the vehicles that we do now to complain about inaccuracies and deviations from the source material. But it's a huge deal to take the X-Men who all have very unique uniforms and uniform identities and just put them all in leather suits. Yeah, I don't And like then it. have everyone come out of the theater being like, awesome. No. You know, I didn't I didn't leave the theater as like a I was a huge Wolverine purist, even though I was older and wasn't going like, well, where's the weird mask? You know, I was just like, awesome. That was cool. Mm-hmm. X-Men movie. But apparently Matt was over there pitching a fit and squeezing lemon on it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, hey, that was, was you. Just mad about it. Come on. Man, you want to see, him in some, in I wanna see Hugh Jackman. Mask? You don't want to see Hugh Jackman in some skin tight spandex with those muscles. Come on now. Well, he spends most of every movie with a series by Grant Morrison called the new X-Men where he put them all in matching leather outfits, just like in the movie. Cool. That's where they got it from. So they did do the comic right. book movie. All right. Hugh well, Jackman look, was know. much smaller and younger than this one. Oh, so much smaller. He got a little more muscly. <laughs> as yeah. the movies go. He just He's got absolutely hairier. like reduced his body fat to, by 50% or something. He's, he was definitely buff and uh, strong, but then they look at him in the later, more recent, the Wolverine right. and stuff. He just looks Good like grief. cut 
cut carved out a rock. He is a gigantic Sp- man. It's amazing. It's an inspiration. You know, I was kind of a development too since 2000, guys. I was a lot smaller. <laughs> is that right? Oh, yeah. A lot's changed. Yeah. <laughs> well, take off your shirt. Everyone else. Well, wow, look at Liam. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, Ladies, he's free. single. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> you got a Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did everyone put X-Men in their list? Uh, top nine X-Men movies. Where does the original rank, Tyler? I have the original X Men at number six. Oh, okay. Second at second at almost at on number, number six. six. I have it at yep. number four. Wow. Oh. Okay. I, I also have it at number six. That's three sixes. Ooh, three Guess sixes. What? I'm gonna mess it up by saying number. F- I also have it at number six. Four sixes. Oh, four sixes. at the table. Wow. What job. am I doing? My list is a mess already. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and to be clear, none of us know each other's lists. We're hearing them in real time. Yeah, I was saying to Josh before you started recording, I was working on this until the last minute, and I still am unsure that I have a list that is going to be accepted by my peers. Mine came easy. easy. My list came easy. You're presenting it to the world now. Oh, man. All right, well, three years go by. X-Men is a huge hit, and we get X2. Now, at this point, X2 was even more fun of a movie-going experience because now we know what the stakes are. We know what can be done. We're already super into these characters, and we get to see them again. This is going to be incredible. Right. But they actually introduced some more characters, which was exciting. I thought X1 had a fantastic intro and a fantastic storyline where they're just essentially they're giving you some some great introduction to these characters and then they're giving you Magneto's um you know his desire for mutant race uh rights for the mutant race over the human race and so he's trying to turn everyone into mutants which was kind of interesting the weird right. glowing white orb thing but in X2 you get uh, someone else fighting against the mutants, trying to kill all of them, and I thought that was far more interesting and compelling. Second, yeah. it, yep. forcing yep. all the mutants to work together. Yep, it's yep. cool. And it's just it's interesting true. things like, by and large, people are watching this just to watch Wolverine movies, you know. Uh, and he fought Sabretooth in the first one, and this one he fought Lady Deathstrike, which was cooler. Yeah, yeah, she had those so wicked he, nails. They just have even better Because Sabretooth was a throwaway in the first movie. Really yeah. yeah. He was just Sabretooth a guy with was, eyebrows. He was not right. that cool. Mm-hmm. He really wasn't. But uh, this this movie has one of the coolest um, opening sequences of all the X-Men movies yeah. with Nightcrawler in the White House. Nightcrawler in the White House was spectacular yeah. opening. Oh, man. I, I, was, I like, was riveted. From that moment no kidding. On. It's to, to watch it Even now, now. It's yeah. just like, man, yeah. that thing's it incredibly done. You wanted uh, so really much is. more of that and didn't yeah. get it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's making yeah, more like, of that. that could, yeah. We just have that happen all the time. I that watched um, all of these movies this week preparing for as, as Apocalypse die, yeah. and this episode. And watching these first three again, it's been a long time. But I remember as I started the second one and realized what I was about to see, this intro again, I thought, oh, yes. <laughs> this is great. I got so excited. Yeah. And it actually holds up really well. It yeah. lo- oh, still yeah. looks good. Yep. That's true. That great, uh, the wispy of, yeah. wisp of purple smoke he leaves, the bamf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It looks great. And wow. that's one of the reasons I complained in the last episode about Apocalypse is because we've seen what they can do with Nightcrawler years and years and years ago, right, like, 13 years ago. Yeah. 
and they don't do anything close to that with him in Apocalypse. It's like our effects have gotten so much better. Give me at least one sequence where he dazzles me right. with his more like, than just flipping around a mm-hmm. cage. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But man, that I love that thing to watch now is still just. I look forward yep. to putting that movie in to see that scene of him taking everybody out and throwing them in the air in the Oval Office and yeah, the Secret Service cool. man and yeah oh, it's so good yeah it's it's always interesting to see the interaction between um like government secret service the presidents and the mutants because mm-hmm. the government is so outmatched but mm-hmm. like their protocols and procedures and reactions are always pretty interesting mm-hmm. i feel like that's like a, something that propels a story a lot is the government's well obviously but the government's responses to and fears yeah uh, if practical they d- fears if they like just gone in that them. If they just gone in that under the circle carpet bunker like they did in Days of Future Past, oh, I ripped then it out. Nightcrawler couldn't have got down there because he couldn't see it. Yeah, I thought that. You was don't a think good they put it back in after Magneto <laughs> ripped it out maybe, with Nixon in there? Maybe it's made of plastic. Too it many, actually didn't. Happen. Too many bad memories. Oh, that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, that got erased. No, it hadn't happened yet. Oh no! This, night- was, this was pre their Future Past. <laughs> no, Nightcrawler it hasn't been erased yet. Nightcrawler <laughs> never <laughs> happened. No, because yes, future uh, past uh, erased still, these. Uh, uh, As we're uh, watching uh, it, it still has happened. Yeah, okay. it's happening. It's happening. okay. Okay, it hasn't so been erased the, yet. The yeah, the safe room below the Oval Office hasn't been ripped out. Oh, I by Magneto because right. it hasn't happened. There yet. you go. All right, appreciate it. Got it. But Nightcrawler That's was great, and I thought it was smart for them to put limitations on him. He can't jump to somewhere he can't see. Yep. Can't see yeah. or hasn't yeah. been. That's the great thing about yeah. the cool. mutants is that even the most powerful ones have, uh, you know, Achilles some kind of yeah. yeah right. Or they Which just like made the doesn't really. Yeah, they made the power like, so weird and hard to understand. You don't even know well zone. what can't he do because yeah. I don't know what he can do. And like as, whatever you do, I'm like, well, I guess he can do that. <laughs> yeah. As great as a as like uh, Nightcrawler was, and even Wolverine was in this movie, um, and Magneto. There's a lot of great things, but I feel like. The worst part of X2 has got to be the, uh, like, angst of those students, those teen kids. Like, Iceman and Rogue playing Thumb War and then yeah. trying to kiss. Like, what are you? This is oh, just the yeah. worst. Yeah. This is the worst yeah. teenage yeah. behavior. <laughs> Who's believing any of this angsty nonsense? Yeah, but then they go to... Uh, Bobby's house, remember? That's no, when we get to actually... The third the, one, isn't it? No, the museum is in the second one uh, where Professor oh, freezes yeah. everybody because... What's the f- fire guy? <laughs> Pyro. 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 Pyro and Iceman and Rogue are sitting there, and these two thugs want Pyro to light his cigarette. Mm-hmm. They're really pushy about getting the light. It's just stupid. And then they, you I've, know, I've done that before. their egos get all Butthurt. bolstered. As they do. <laughs> Expanded, and they start wanting to fight, and then Professor freezes everybody. That was a cool scene. Yeah. For when Professor rolled in, literally, <laughs> froze everybody. <laughs> I thought, this is cool. Uh, but I just was so annoyed by Pyro and and Iceman. He's an annoying character. Both of them and their thing, and then later Ellen Page and all that. That That's the Bobby a Rogue, really uh, Shadowcat, yeah. yeah, Kitty Pryde. Love thing is just was. Annoying. They had such a cool scene where Wolverine gets shot in the head. I was gonna say that, but yeah, the, that was awesome. That yeah, yeah. at Bobby's house, they're showing you more of like Wolverine's abilities and to see him like his head pushed the bullet out. It was yeah, really yeah. fantastic. Didn't go in very deep. And that whole scene that, uh, that transpires at Bobby's house is gold. hilarious. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, now that they're digging more into the, um, the metaphor for civil rights and equality in the X-Men movie universe, you know, Brian Singer 
He's directed uh, both of the first two films, and as a as a gay man, he was weaving a lot of his own personal experiences into that, and a lot of that's showing up in the movie. You know, that's, the bo- that's the Bobby scene, right? Is like yeah, a coming out. Yeah, he yeah. has to come yeah. out to his parents. That was as very like, clearly coming out. What does she say to him? She's like, "Have you ever tried, tried not, not being yeah. a mutant?" <laughs> I wonder if that's <laughs> lifted directly from Brian Singer's. Yeah, they just said, yeah, it seemed very personal in that way. But the best moment is when they say what are you a professor of logan and he's like art (laughs) (laughs) but even that was cool because he seemed to be completely uncaring about the cause at all until that moment and then he started standing up for the cause because he sees how ridiculous the situation is cool and uh they there's these allusions to things in the universe you know in the comics mystique is nightcrawler's mother and they give them this moment together where he says, well, if you can change to look normal, wouldn't you just look normal all the time? And she's like, we shouldn't have to. And he's like purring over it because he thinks she's so amazing. And you're like, oh, that's neat because if I'm a nerd and I know that they're related you right. know, or something. But it, it was just masterfully done, I thought. I had a blast watching X2 and I still like to watch it. Now. Yeah. yeah. Well, even, it was great. Yeah. In the wake of like setting the foundation of the first one, this just exceeded expectations. I think it was uh, The Crown. Like and I'll if I can kick off like that's my number one of all the X Men movies. Oh my God! Dang! I didn't didn't see it coming. (laughs) Get it creeped back out of here, Lord. That's my number one. Are you believing, guys? Wow. Well, that's a good crescendo, right? Everyone's like into it. To counterpoint, to push back, I got it at number six. No, that's wrong. That's that's way (laughs) off. That's wrong. <laughs> All right, your so list I'm is already jacked up. I know. I think maybe I should switch X Men and no, X. You no, you gotta stick to it. I know. I know. It, I'm committed, yeah, but committed, I think yeah. I got it wrong. I got. <laughs> I got X two at number four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm. Uh, if I switched him, I think Which I just. Can't. I know I can't. It's too late. I also have X two at number four. Yeah, but you got it, Tyler. I have X two at number five. All right. Oh, interesting. Right above the original. Yep. It's better than the first one. This is this is an occasion where a sequel is better than the original. I agree. Yep. I because agree. it's just there's it a lot more going was. for it. The let's everyone kill the mutants thing didn't work. I mean, it was far more compelling. It was great to see them work together. But then even in the end, when they've worked together, Magneto still turns on everybody and tries to kill all the humans with the same weapon that mm-hmm. Stryker has created. Yeah. It's and great. Stryker is a fantastic villain. He's a he great yeah. bad guy. And we're, we're Brian, using uh, all Brian those, Cox. those yeah, uh, plot devices to really get more of Wolverine because they clearly yeah. know that the audience is loving Hugh Jackman. Right. Well, it's like Tyler said, it still holds up throughout. It's just yeah. a really good movie still. So number <coughs> one isn't crazy. It's just kind of crazy. No, it's, it's kind of crazy. crazy. It's pretty yeah. crazy. But it's, pretty it's, crazy. it's, it's hard. crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crazy guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm basically <laughs> Nightcrawler. Of you guys, I'm what? crazy. Uh, He's not crazy. Yeah, crazy. He's pretty sound. He's just, yeah. you know, I don't know, man. Catholic. And I have I have mixed feelings about the end of X two though, because Gene's death seemed so avoidable. I agree. I, I just guys. after yeah. all this time where we're fighting to save mutants and everyone's discovering their powers and they finally defeat Stryker and they're all run back to the ship and then. They finally get in after, you know, Rogue moves it over to them and then they it just won't turn on. Yeah. That's that's the plot device they use to kill Gene. The thing Sacrifice. won't turn yeah. on. So I she has to get out. The engine won't turn over. Yeah. So yeah. she has to get out and lift it for them. It's obviously just to kill her because they were planning to do something for X three, even though it Sure. Yeah. I I I'm fine with them planning to kill her, but that just was like a week. 
like yeah. a weak plot point. The yeah, car I agree. You didn't, you didn't see it coming, <laughs> did you? No one saw that coming. No, no one did see that. No, because I would Someone's never. Got to I die. would never assume that, like, in this multi-million-dollar jet, that like, oh, the spark plug is dirty. <laughs> oh man, the alternator's blown. Well, we left the lights on and the battery ran out. Does this thing have an alternator? You think? I don't know. I'm just saying well, I'm things about cars. That you don't know all about it. I'm surprised you're acting like you know about cars. I know yeah. about cars. I changed my own oil. Let alone the SR71 Blackbird jet. What? All right. Well, X2 was great. That's why everyone yep. has it high on their list, and some have it uh, arguably too high. Mm-hmm. And some have it way low because they hate movies. Ooh. Another <laughs> Get out of here. Another three years go by, and the world gets X-Men, The Last Stand. Mm. Easily uh, the most reviled at the time. Yeah. The it X-Men was movies. very reviled. Even still, a lot of people think it was terrible. And Brian Singer took a jab at it in Apocalypse by saying you did. third is always the worst. Yeah. yeah. But poor Brett after Ratner. watching it again this week, I honestly don't agree that it's that bad. Oh. I thought it was fine. Really? I disagree. Oh, I fine. thought it was a disaster of an ensemble cast like Brett Renner didn't know what he was doing. He had it's too many characters. They just tossed it people <laughs> in. It's pretty freaking All those stupid. extra it's S&M punk Asian me, mutants. It's low on my list, Ooh. but I don't think it's that bad. That everybody loves it, man. <laughs> Pyro <laughs> got NSYNC hair. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm yeah. with Tyler. I don't think it was like wor- worth the world spitting <laughs> on like they're doing. It's like, the, know, there are the, some moments in there. The premise to Last Stand Angel. is more interesting than the first one. Where the first About one the they're cure. trying to turn everyone into mutants, and the third one they're trying to force a cure on everybody. Yeah. And you go even deeper into this whole civil rights thing, saying we don't need a cure. Yeah. There's just, nothing wrong with us. Yeah. Man, when Mystique gets act, like she jumps in front of the thing, that's so sad. Like I was like, I don't think I've ever like felt really bad for poor, a baddie. Poor trembling Rebecca Romaine took yeah. a bullet, but then she gets abandoned by oh, her master, and then and she's she no longer seeks yeah. revenge. But then yeah. that was that was lame because. Mystique's big pet. Mystique has been such a huge character, even though she doesn't talk a lot. Right. She's been such a huge character in the franchise. She gets double-crossed by her mass after she saves his life, and her big revenge is that we see her on a monitor sitting right. there, and they say, oh, hell, have no fury yeah, like, like a woman scorned. Like, yeah. And that's all I I'm going to get line. of Mystique. Like, right. She's sabotaging. Right. That. Show me more of this. This character's important. She's huge to the... Why is her hair black? That's oh. what she's really like, man. Really but like. it was blonde whenever she showed herself. No, she didn't she show herself. Was, she uh, took she the shape that of... Was sexual. She took the shape of Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> but she was still, <laughs> was, she was still Rebecca Romaine Stamos when she got the cure. What, with black yeah. hair? But with but black, black hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Magneto yeah. as Rebecca is blonde, but... Why? I mean, Mystique as Rebecca yeah. is blonde, but Raven really had black hair. She's like, well... Like a raven. She hasn't really ah. dyed her hair in years, but she likes the idea of her hair being blonde. Why? So she uses her skin. It has her cool red part. hair always so greasy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slick back. I thought a lot of the characters they added were interesting. Like Juggernaut? Did you really like Juggernaut? Like Juggernaut. Oh, 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 my my pretty but Juggernaut and the Jones. girl that could run through walls. Uh, what's Kitty Pride. Shadow Kitty Pride. Yeah, she's yeah. great. I thought what? that that scene with her no. and Juggernaut oh. running through the... Oh, oh she no, that was bad. That scene is stupid. I thought it was kind of interesting. Nothing can stop the Juggernaut. Well, yeah. Spare me. It was a little cheesy. Did you like that character that they added? I thought it was a clever comparison of powers... 
next to each other. Yeah, you got yeah. it. I guess. Did you like uh-huh. the? Did you like the character they added? Who can only spike you if he tricks you into? Yeah, that was him. so stupid. Porcupine. <laughs> that was just so stupid. <laughs> Porcupine man. This is a guy. Yeah, why yeah, was he? Why was he not one of the pawns that Magneto <laughs> sent out at the beginning Liam, of the fight? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, this is a guy. This is a guy. This <laughs> is just what you did. This is what we're working. Yeah, with. don't ever give him a hug. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what was that? That he, that had to be when he used his power. That had to be the first time in his life ever. He had his power on anything. And yeah, then he cracks his neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I spiked you in a cuddle. <laughs> cuddle spike. That's my name. He didn't lay back down on her and uh, <laughs> a couple what more times. What about sure. oh. McDreamy from Grays? He shows yeah. up as that dude who can multiply Multiply himself. man. Yeah. Multiple man. And <laughs> That's then, a wait, guy. That's not McDreamy. That's McSteamy. McSteamy. And yeah. then the, the girl that can locate mutants or she just knows what their power is. Is that her thing? She just She can look at someone and be like, oh, yeah, you can fly. She she knew what like class they were. You're the only class five in the whole room. But so she's like a oh, she can run fast. Great. <laughs> she's like a mutant biologist because she puts them into like class levels. X X Men: The Last Stand is a precursor to Snakes on a Plane because <laughs> Thank listen, you. there's a I've had it with these mutants on the <laughs> plane. There was this Live. viral video censoring himself of uh, of a clip from the animated series where someone had dubbed their voice over it to say ridiculous things. Same kind of crap that happens now and it was a huge thing. And one of the things that was in the cartoon was just this dumb uh, guy overdubbing his voice on the juggernaut saying, I'm the juggernaut blank. Yep. And that was so popular that people were saying, you got to put that in the movie Ooh. on the internet. You got to put that in the movie. And they did. With they put hands. this stupid yeah. line in After the movie. He what was that? The floor. Casting freaking Vinnie Jones. Like, what are you doing <laughs> with your concrete hat on? Go back and be in like Guy Ritchie <laughs> gangster movies pretty. where you belong. Yeah. It's a piece of crap. Seconds. I, uh, <laughs> I don't Angel love. Stupid. Angel yeah. is a waste. It was cool yeah. watching Wolverine Angel face off wasted. with Phoenix. Wasted. That was neat. Yes, I'm but sick he's of just walking at this point. Him. I'm yeah, sick of the like. Skeleton. He's getting the he's getting the he apocalypse heal. thing from. She is so. Uh, she's so emotionally promiscuous. Like, do you love Scott, or do you like yeah. Logan? Quit Keep doing it in this your thing. pants. And she said, <laughs> because the bad boy always leaves, or is never around, or something. <laughs> No, right, isn't do, it? Bro. And you just watch the this? good guys always here. What you end that? up with the good guy. <laughs> something you, you, like you, that. Yeah, you don't flirt go home with the bad with the good guy. guy. Right, that's right. You guy. flirt with. Yeah, that's it. All right, we'll just quote Bethany. Well, y'all, whatever. She was, she was troubled, y'all. She needs counseling. She's troubled, <laughs> y'all. The cure thing was interesting, and that final fight scene was terrible. But Awful. it was oh, cool seeing them use the cure as a weapon, and everybody's powers just kind of dissolving off of them. And disappearing. Let's talk about the best thing in this whole movie. But, but okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait. You know what I'm about to say? <laughs> hold on. The most frustrating <laughs> moment for me was when there, he's on the bridge and Magneto says, let's end this war. And I'm thinking the whole time, wait, wait, isn't this you trying to start the war? Would you make up your freaking mind, <laughs> Magneto? Is there a war or is there not a war? Are we currently in the war? Is the war starting soon? Tell me more about this freaking Why war. Why does Magneto, who is the metal man, have his secret hideout in the woods where there's no metal? Uh, Why wouldn't he hide in like a steel foundry? The only thing that's saving this movie and getting it to the top of everyone's list, I'm sure, <laughs> is freaking Kelsey freaking. <laughs> oh, that is Second, right. Yeah, okay, I yes. forgot about that. Thank you. Frazier okay. is the beast. <laughs> to salad and people, people love Beast. Did you notice the the um, Hank McCoy reference in X2? 
Yeah, when he was on the news. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great to see him show up in X3, but no one expected it to be Kelsey Grammer. (laughs) No. I got, to this day, uh, I I said that jokingly, but I didn't actually hate Kelsey Grammer as the Beast. This movie was a piece of crap, but him as the character wasn't that bad. I always, like from the cartoons and stuff, like Beast is very well spoken. He has very clear enunciation. Like he's a really well-educated man. Kelsey Grammer wanted it so bad. This is the first movie he auditioned for in over a decade. <laughs> nah, uh, that's, that's awesome. He he sought it out. Yeah, good for <laughs> him. He had to be beast. He had to be beast. <laughs> wow. This uh, this movie, movie for the third movie in a trilogy is actually really dark for being a third movie. So many people die. Oh yeah, they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They die yeah. Cyclops is barely in these three <laughs> movies, which is he, fine. He's got he's got that <laughs> one scene true. where he goes out to the lake to. You know, because he's then, following yeah. Jesus' voice. He yells up in the air. He shoots the water. And then he's just he's He gets gone. obliterated. Yeah, he right. disappears. And then his glasses just float around when Wolverine shows yeah. up. But there's like zero hope at the end of this movie. Yeah. It's like Xavier's dead. Gene is dead. Scott is dead. Rogue goes gets, goes and gets cured. Magneto gets cured. Their jet is destroyed. Mystique's Everything is cured. just falling apart, guys. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bird. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, after all that, <laughs> that's a dumb and dumb. Yeah, we're, all, we're <laughs> arguing with Patrick you said about whether that should be a dumb and dumb. It wasn't spoiler. until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at the end of the movie, you're thinking, okay, this is titled Last Stand. And will it really be the last stand? Everything is just gone to hell for them. And you think, how in the world could this continue? And then you get Magneto moving that chest piece. So is it cured or not? Is this the cure? Is just that a complete wash? The cu- yeah, the cure apparently it wears off. Be, well, wears obviously off, yeah. in future past they're all powered up again. We see Rogue and Magneto. Well, no, they're. Is, that's true. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Is this also the one with the Easter egg at the end where Charles Xavier's like being yes by that yeah. nurse or yeah. something? So Charles like, gets what obliterated. I didn't understand what that meant. It's like he gets what? obliterated, but there's a, a passing reference. To the transferring the of consciousness. About, yeah, that, about the ethics of transferring your consciousness right. conscious into a into vegetable. A person who's in a coma who won't ever wake up. And the he's watching some video with some girl. Moira? It is Moira. Mm-hmm. And she's standing over the body and then she's sitting in the front row at his funeral. Yeah. That's the connection to the video sure. and her. But he gets his body back. By days of future past somehow. Well, <laughs> no, that's my question. Guy was his twin. That's that my sh- question. With the shaved yeah. head. Yeah. So yeah. how in the world are we recognizing this man? But apparently it's a, his twin Did brother. Did Singer just drop? No, he he had to acknowledge. So X3 then wait, if if, yeah. if 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 he, if Xavier does have a twin brother, which is who's in a coma, his why twin is he is in fact the Juggernaut? Yeah, oh. In the comic books, is Juggernaut, but in real life, yeah. Okay, that's great. But <laughs> why, <laughs> why fact, is his twin brother <laughs> yeah. also bald and also... Yeah, exactly. Uh, Maybe he, he got the body. Why is he, he also paralyzed? Body, Xavier fixed it up and sat Maybe down. <laughs> he like he wet shaves his head for aesthetics now because he was sure. into the. He's into swimming. And it, hey, yeah, he's got he a wants chair to go fast. He's got With a, no legs. He's got an effective Wally chair. I mean, that thing flies around. It takes him everywhere. He and might not be paralyzed. That's true. Yeah. He, he could be fine and dandy. All right, this so guy, <laughs> this guy can walk. I've seen a couple spinals. Where are Where do you put last day? It's an absolute piece of garbage. I put it at number eight as almost dead last. Yeah, yeah it's me my, too. My, my number, number eight. eight. Number eight. Number nine. 
Number nine. All right. Boom jam. That's right. That means we know where the next <laughs> movie is. They microphone there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all know each other. All right. Nine. Because you think X3 is bad. Oh, okay. Wait to see oh. Origins. Oh. What yeah. a steaming a, pile oh. of caca. I, I just watched Origins for the first time this week. I'm so sorry. And my reaction coming out of Wolverine, Origins, colon, Wolverine was, What? Why? How? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Can, I, please I just, continue. Could you answer those first? I just <laughs> no. I want your first impressions. Yeah. It's wonderful. I just. I Man, we could have done well, a whole first. <laughs> that's exactly why I put it above as my number eight was because it was so outrageously absurd. It may as well have been trying to, and I would give it credit for that. Whereas Last Stand was not trying to be outrageously like terrible. It just ended up that way because they tried <clears throat> way too hard. I started to write notes about Wolverine how Origins. It was and I ran out of space. Oh, terrible. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Like effects, story, Hugh Jackman. The, the storyline is a total mess. The first three, you can understand what's <laughs> happening. Right? <laughs> they're trying to make everybody a mutant, then they're trying to kill all the mutants, then they're trying to cure the mutants. In this one, it's thinking, what's happening? He wants revenge. Does he want revenge? Wait. Apparently he doesn't guys. even have anything to get revenge about. <laughs> is this girl dead? Who is this girl? <laughs> is, is Sabretooth for him but or wait, against him? And why does this girl think that the Wolverine is actually a wolf? Because the story she tells is about wolves, not Wolverines. And I'm like, a Wolverine? Yeah, a Wolverine? <laughs> like, did anyone Google that word what, ever? Yeah, what are they doing to Deadpool? What <laughs> is, who are these other guys? They're just awful. Why did they cast this jerk as Gambit? What a disappointment. All hey, of that I, was Hey, just I thought Gambit was one of the few good points. No, oh, it was Let me trash. take you back years ago when we were all excited for this in the theater. So pumped. Because we thought it was going to be the dark night of the X-Men movies. Oh, like yeah. Wolverine's got his own movie. Freaking Deadpool's in it, and it's mm. Ryan Reynolds. And then we came out of it like, oh, like shaking. <laughs> I was, <laughs> think about I was so amped on my excitement for this movie that, honestly, me and Patrick and a couple other guys – Grew a uh, mutton chop <laughs> for the movie. That's yeah. ridiculous. To go see it for like a month, <laughs> all as a pack. Like we're gonna go see it on opening yeah. day. It was a packed theater, and I was so amped up on like in endorphins or, or what, sure. whatever to see this movie that I couldn't admit that it was bad. Like when it ended, I knew in my heart that I had seen garbage, and I was yeah. just like, "No, it was good." <laughs> oh. like, such a d- it was yeah. such a fireworks. Yeah, everyone, everyone around fireworks. me was saying, "Oh, it was crap," and I, I didn't want them to be right you know she's yeah. like no it was good it was okay up until uh his wife died let me ask you this as somebody his whose wife his girlfriend died kayla yeah yeah silver fox you saw you saw the deadpool movie before you saw this movie yeah what in the world were you thinking i was thinking what is what is <laughs> happening to deadpool <laughs> what are they doing to him how does this make any sense yeah. well, you might get more of the deadpool jokes now about yeah in the deadpool movie yeah. sure yeah, uh, I just—it was just so bad. It took a terrible left turn when they killed his girlfriend, or they didn't actually kill his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, and why but couldn't he smell that? There was like a problem with the plot. There. Yeah, when he got his girlfriend did he back, how did that not that not change everything? They explained it. They gave her something to slow her heart. Yeah, but oh, he's, yeah. This whole thing is he can smell right. everything. So he he's smell like a hunter blood. wolf man. <laughs> like, he would freaking <laughs> know. Hun- is that what you tell your friends who are like, what, Wolverine? What's What's Wolverine? He's like a hunter wolf man. He does good <laughs> uh, smelly time in the forest. I thought it was interesting to see <laughs> more. It was interesting to see more with Stryker. But I feel like they were I hated stuck. This striker. Yeah, he was not a great Stryker. There's nothing villainous about him. I no. wasn't scared of him at all. 
They should have uh, at least casted Ted Stryker from Airplane. That would have redeemed it. I like Lee Stryber as sure. Sabretooth. I, yeah, yeah, Lee Stryber was good. Like yeah, he was good. But the, the Stryker storyline where they finally get Wolverine into that tank and they inject him with metal. Well, there was so much buildup to that. Even in X1 and X2, there's just so many flashbacks to him being yeah, in right. that green tank. And maybe because they were stuck with those specific images that are trying to have continuity from the original trilogy that they went in that direction with it. But when they finally got him in the water and they kept going on and on about the most pain you'll ever feel, you're, you're going to hate this. <laughs> it's like, Get ready. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just a few little needles go in <laughs> and they inject metal and then that's that but it went I hate face. shots though yeah <laughs> <laughs> I you ever had you ever had like a tetanus shot that's yeah. 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 like shots two days suck. later <laughs> oh, <laughs> no feeling man that is messed up I feel you Wolverine <laughs> got that sore arm you don't realize <laughs> it until a couple days later he's like shots yeah. suck oh, man get that but then when he finally he got up out of the water all angry because he heard Striker whisper something about Killing him or shutting Erase him down. Erase his mind. Erase his mind, yeah. So he sh- jumps up all angry and he brings out his new shiny claws. But how in the world did those claws get shaped in the I don't like know. That? I think that all the time. Why wouldn't they just be like cones of metal around oh, his bone cones? Yeah. They shouldn't yeah. be cones. shaped like knives. Yeah, they should be. They should yeah. be like they He's were got a in big old uh, bone Days of Future Past <laughs> when they were actually like kind of spiny bones. Look at those yeah, bone cones. Those are, yeah. Right, yeah. that's what they are. Is just it cl- sharpen like, them. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty God. interesting to see Wolverine's... <laughs> History and I'm glad they that I got that at least from Origins. I got his history. I got that <laughs> he got like had we has natural version. claws where he's more of he's more animal like than I really understood. Right? Yeah, and the healing thing is just kind of a bonus to the animal nature that he has. Yeah, it's a but, perk. Yeah, <laughs> but but the whole transformation Side into bennies. the metal Wolverine was so lackluster, and there's no explanation for these knife-shaped claws that are coming out of him. I like and all of the like X-ray stuff and build-up <laughs> made it feel like he was being experimented on for days and weeks, and they're filleting him open and laying metal onto his. That's skeleton why I said last week together. that I appreciated the idea of him being trapped in a weapon. X program for a long period of time where he's lost his humanity and memory. Right. Because right. right. yeah. you do not get that at all in Origins. Yeah, he's, he's, like five, he's, in, that place for, he's in that <laughs> right. place for a half hour. <laughs> he gets, it's like going to the doctors for a shot. Yeah. You wait, they read a magazine, read a six month old people. I was coming fish. for a root canal. Yeah. What happened to me? It was bad. There was too much buildup and it was just. Yeah, but nothing. they acknowledge it when he sits on the motorcycle and he says he put a lot of weight recently. Yeah, that part. Oh, that part that just goes before that terrible scene where he flies through the air and then the claws the ground and like sparks up and slow-mo walks away from an explosion just <laughs> everything bad that happens yeah in but that get sequence. this get this can you at least say that the opener and then the opening credits were cool the opening credits are the yes great the timeline of him fighting and all yeah the wars that was i just awesome. kept thinking if that was the movie like going yeah. through period oh pieces, my gosh that would i have think they should have had the balls to do origin the the comic book right. series which went on for you know i don't know 12 books lot, or something yeah it's like is the first five minutes of the movie right. of him being a canadian boy that was sickly and mm-hmm. they realized he has his power i have those books they're great i think that they should have j- done a movie out yeah. of that yeah. and they still could have had him right. be logan in the third act or something like that totally. but to have yeah. him go through his adolescence and everything we would have been fascinated by i would have preferred that to freaking will i am 
<laughs> Get out of here, he Will I am. So bad. Don't You're a freaking boxing promoter. Come oh, on, so man. Will the blob was so great. The blob with See, his big fat tattoo. <laughs> no, I can't so said Bob. That whole fight scene was so bad. Yeah, so dumb. Bad. That when did you, you call him? me Blob? No, yeah. uh, that, it no. didn't sound anything Bob. like <laughs> your comic book character name. These guys have just got the cords on their backs, like I was saying. They just whip them around and just. This is a perfect example of what we talked about last episode with some idiot is sitting in a room going but don't fans just want we, we need a trailer where we can show you that there's 15 different mutants in this movie people wanted gambit so you get gambit you get emma frost for no good reason who the age then on that is so messed up because yeah. then she's like she's a teenager in like 2010 <laughs> but then she's like 25 in 1963 you get cyclops for no reason cyclops, for no yeah. reason and he's got his face bandaged <laughs> so he can't even do anything good he tears uh, that school in half patrick stewart is not paralyzed right and, and, up and, and is in the uncanniest of valleys by that helicopter yeah. that we i have good, ever we seen we weren't good at the de-aging yet no no patrick stewart and magneto they both looked really bad in, in x3 Last Stand. oh they did and so bad it just looked even worse in origins everything was so bad in origins his the, the claws green, were green. so bad like a movie about, about wolverine you'd make pause and more pause on that for a moment and just the scene where he opens up his claws in the bathroom to look at them for the first time uh-huh. and they look like someone drew them on right they look painted how do they look so bad in that scene he's I like kind of clicking them together and then they the go through the like skin claw too no he doesn't lick Wait, which one is he like the oh there is one where a kitty that's yeah. x2 that's x2 yeah the See, kitty. another reason why it's my number one thanks <laughs> cat licking his claws he's all happy yep had milk because yeah, they're like animal friends yeah, it's bad. Origin is bad. And yeah, then, it's real it's bad. You know, that opening, uh, the mission that has Wade Wilson on it, and yeah. he's kind of being like a version of Deadpool. I don't understand it. <laughs> How <laughs> is he <laughs> flipping around being all crazy when he's not even Deadpool yet? <laughs> and hey, He's a great soldier. What is your power at this point, Wade Wilson, that you can helicopter your swords so fast they deflect bullets? Cause but he's also able <laughs> to track with them as they're flying through the air and cut them in half. Yeah. So that they, it splits into yeah. Kills I never even freaking him. realized that. How is he a mutant? How and he just has fast sword hands? How give yeah. the man a gun? But he's also jumping like twenty feet in the air. So he has super strength. And why even put the guy? I mean, I mean, I know we're preaching to the choir here. Hopefully, most of our listeners. But why even put that? We're like, oh look, Deadpool's in this movie. And when when they said that that was going to happen, and there's like Ryan Reynolds, you're like, perfect. I was just thinking yep. this is going to be incredible. Yeah. How are they going to do that? It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that suit in a movie. And for him to end up like with laser eyes and no mouth and and no suit and because he has like black sharpie lines on his chest. <laughs> yeah, and he has a sword. Katana's come out of his. Out of like his Mortal Kombat. They were longer than his the length of his forearm. It's right? true. Len, well, longer than the length of his forearm. So how could he bend his arms when he the couldn't? Swords and are in. Why is Striker text messaging him to make him do stuff? <laughs> no, he was <laughs> he was typing decapitate. Yeah. <laughs> Like Engage. A, like an old terrible video yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> He's it's like a, a DOS video game. game. It's design. freaking Oregon Trail. And Deadpool why, version. Bad. Why does Deadpool wear burgundy sweats in his final fight? Or I don't know. So bad guys can't see him bleed. <laughs> so everything oh, about Origins is an app. I left the theater th- knowing in my heart it was bad, but not wanting to admit it. I bought the Blu-ray. Because oh, I was like, I bet, <laughs> yes. I bet it really isn't that bad. And then I watched. <laughs> oh I had this experience that was unbelievable watching the the Blu-ray because the, um, 
I had enough time to get over all that. I was, I remember sitting in my living room and watching it and, uh, Abby was in the you know other room doing stuff, and I was yelling at it. I was like, <laughs> "What is what is it?" When he chops down the fire escape yeah. with his claws, I was like, "This is so I stupid. cannot believe how bad this movie is." It's yeah. bad. It's terrible. It's yeah. an embarrassment. Hey, guess what, guys? It's my number nine. My number nine. Ooh. Number nine. I got a number eight. <laughs> and here's number why. Eight. Here's why. Let yeah, me man. How are you going to defend this over freaking last name? Let me put some better. cards on the table. Uh, I love these comic book movies. Yeah. You know, I like most better than the X-Men movies, but Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is my favorite version of everything. Yeah. So <laughs> even <laughs> of everything. All things. So <laughs> even seeing him at all like that, it boosted up a little bit to me. I just, it's you fun know, to me. You realize so Wolverine saves he's, Wolverine. He's, but he's in, you know he's in Last Stand, right? Yeah, but I thought he was better as Wolverine in this. I mean, he's in Jack. Virginia's. In Last Stand, you get that great scene with his shirt getting ripped off, but his pants stay on. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, and man. I'll give you this. The scene, the shot of him slow-mo coming up out of the water, getting shot in the face and turning around angry is really cool. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Patrick, let me ask you this. Yeah. Save yeah. or kill Hugh Jackman or Arnie? Just <laughs> we're not playing so I know but I just think about that that's too stressful Let that ponder that in your soul for a moment <laughs> uh, yeah it was bad it was that was 09 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah that was 09 and then they just made a bad movie but it just apparently didn't have the technology to even make it look good yes they did they had <laughs> technology in X2 the and movie. it looked better than this. This is after it, Jurassic Park. You right. tell, <laughs> this is a long time after Jurassic you, Park. You could tell with Origins that they said, we don't need to do any of this practical. Let's just get a green room. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They weren't ready for that. And you know what's interesting about um, Origin is that it still made a ton of money, obviously. It's going to its... It's like Batman v Superman. It, even if everyone hates it, it's got the title, the marquee value to yeah, bring people right. in. So the Deadpool movie got greenlit release weekend of uh, X-Men Origin and they were already immediately saying like yeah we're going to do a Deadpool spinoff because this is making a ton of money and they right away started saying don't worry we'll do the character justice this time that's how long Deadpool stalled out in development right. seven now. years that's a long time that's, that's crazy insane how about the stinger where Deadpool's head comes back to life did you see that it's terrible mm -hmm. I, after I just it's didn't have the energy after, <laughs> after it's laser spun all the way down the nuclear reactor on yeah. Three Mile Island just yep. sitting there with its diamond After the black credits, eyes. the the head comes back to yep. life and shushes the audience. And you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. How did he shush the audience with his mouth all? Well, like that was his, the thing. It's his it hand. just came out. No, <laughs> his hand is like looking for his head. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, another couple of years go by. And then in 2011, uh, we get X-Men First Class. Now, this oh, thing hits you. the, uh, you know, the promotional circuit. And it seemed like to me, what I was hearing was a lot of people going, what, really? That's what we're doing now? It seemed like, yeah, we've, we've ruined the franchise because everyone hated X3. Everyone hated Origins. So we'll just do a prequel that has none of the characters you like in it and <laughs> all recast it. And I was thinking this is going to suck. Now, obviously, I'm going. You know, they've got my money. Right. Yeah. But I'm thinking this looks so dumb. The trailers weren't working for me. And then, boy, was I wrong because First Class rules. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's, very good. it's, it's so very great. good. Michael Fassbender. He James is McAvoy. excellent. Oh, so is McAvoy. McAvoy's great. Yeah. Really great <clears throat> story. It's like a super out there alternate history story that's not cheesy. It like works on all the It's levels. not alternate. Yeah. It is alternate history. No, this is an alternate well, history. Well, with the Cuban yet. Missile Crisis. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, revisionist. Yeah. Revisionist history. Well, yeah. Can I say, too, that with uh, like 
uh, there was a good villain in it. I didn't realize Kevin Bacon was in it. I thought he did a great job. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Bacon. Kevin Bacon was in yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he was Kevin Bacon's in this? But yeah. Wait a minute. This is the main... Ge- uh, yeah, I agree. And first I, first oh, class was really off. good. First yeah. class was really good, and Kevin Bacon was a good um, antagonist. But it was it was their commitment to stay in line with the original trilogy that was that worked for it mm-hmm. because they opened this movie the same way that X1 opened right with yep. Charles Xavier's with Xavier, voiceover yeah with yeah Xavier's voiceover but I mean Magneto in the concentration camp walking through the mud shouting at the gate the metal bending and then they take that moment where you pan up and you see Kevin Bacon standing in the window mm. yep. and that's where you get a lot more in depth with the origin story and it leads into this revenge plot yeah, with Kevin cool. Bacon. Michael Fassbender doing a like a stalking revenge thing on Nazis could have been the whole movie as far as yeah. I was concerned. Oh, it was yeah. so cool. It, it was, was good. fantastic. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I I saw this comment once and I have kept it in my heart as <laughs> I wonder. Um, that guy Darwin who adapts to survive why okay. was he black in the 60s if he was adapting to survive? Wouldn't you make yourself oh white? Oh, boy. Like, it's like the worst time to be black in America. Careful, Matt. I'm just... But, uh, hey, your your country's history's got some sketchy spots. Our Our can he do that? Well, yours is not the best. <laughs> no, it's not. Does he have the power to change the pigment of his skin to do that? Wasn't I don't it? know. He turned into a rock, man. <sighs> yeah. Like... <laughs> That's certainly yeah, a there, change. There, there's a few of them whose powers were just so obscure. Darwin was a stupid character. Ooh. He was a throwaway. Yeah, well, yeah. Totally. Him, totally. him and Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Got rid yeah. of him. Okay, bye. I thought that uh, Emma Frost was well casted, but a pointless yeah. character in the movie. Yeah. Right. January Jones? Yeah, 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 I thought it was like, a good casting. She, she was kind yeah. of statuesque. She Eye candy. Yeah. Yeah, she, they just had her in that thing <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. like, oh, here's this woman who's, you know, like... <laughs> it's a bummer because she has this, like, vast number of story arcs in the um, comics. comics. She wasn't worthless. It's just she didn't really serve a huge purpose. Right. She was a henchman. She was a, right. yeah, she's she a henchman, was a and henchman. she obviously was the henchman for Kevin Bacon, who wouldn't have been as intriguing. The whole thing wouldn't have been as interesting without her to, to match um, Professor's... Uh, psychic, psychic ability, yeah. yeah, and to get uh, Charles out of his chair and have him play a role other than stoic, wise, but right, uh, you know, physically Still uninvolved, young. like to have him running around as a young, sprightly person and and fight uh, that was really great. Yeah. We've never yeah. seen anything like that. Like that. Um, here's my big gripe: mm-hmm. the final battle in the third act, the movie descends into a bit of cheesiness. For me, yeah, it turns into a classic. Yeah, when he pulls yeah, the action out. movie, when they're fighting over the at the beach and Banshee's flying around by yelling and yeah, yeah oh, get, I love it that. It gets kind of cartoony. And sure, it felt like a deviation from the seriousness that the movie had established up until that point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could see that, but then it, it got it brought it back to reality when we see how he gets paralyzed by a, a misfire or like a well, Eric's deflection. Yeah. No, yeah, like special or anything. I feel like, like we were waiting crap. the whole movie for that to happen. Yeah, right. But what I thought it was great and like chair? unclimactic. It was just like, oh, whoops, that's how it happened. I thought yeah. I still think it was interesting. It was a bullet shot by the woman that he comes to love. Yeah, deflected by his partner, his friend. And into his spine. Yeah, it's I, I, I think it's cool. It just yeah. brings it back down to reality. Right? Yeah, I it thought was. it was a useful way to see how Eric was always blaming other people, and then Charles was like, "No, man, it's your fault. Yeah. You did this." Mm-hmm. But it it overall, it still left like I was I was shocked. I remember uh, seeing the thing 
being so surprised it was that good. And at that time, my honest reaction was like, well, dang, that was the best X-Men movie. It's since settled into some place on my list, but I was like, yeah. I was floored by yeah. the quality. Much better yeah. than expected. It's yeah. better terrific than the Hugh Jackman cameo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. cameo that tells cameo. you everything you need there about Wolverine. They, they, they knew what they were doing when they threw in a lot of nods to the original trilogy and like uh, X-Men mythology. You get a cameo from Rebecca Romaine as well. Yeah, you because do, yeah. It's, it's Mystique laying in that bed and Magneto saying, I prefer you the way that you are. And she turns into Rebecca Romaine's demos. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> okay, we get it. Yeah. But then, like, this uh, is what I'll look like when I'm older. <laughs> but then there's even a few moments like um, where they're putting on uniforms and it's the yellow and blue uniforms again. And then they're getting into that original Cerebro and Beast mm-hmm. says, are you sure we can't shave your head? And he says, don't touch my hair. Yeah, I, l- I like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. It was, it's really well crafted. Matthew Vaughn did an awesome job. He really job. did. But some of the casual nicknaming bothered me where they're just standing in a room checking out each other's powers and they're just saying, you can be Havoc. <laughs> I'm going to be Mystique. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a it's bunch hard. of teenagers with superpowers. Yeah. Is that yeah. 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 How are they going to Professor X, we're going to call you. Like, Magneto. why are you calling a girl who clearly has insect wings, Angel? Yeah, I don't like or, that. Yeah, well, but then even at yeah. the end where they're saying, uh, they're kind of going ways, parting ways from the government um, partnership. Yeah. And he says, we're, we're uh, what does he say? We're still G-Men, but without the G. And she's like, you're better. You're X-Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like right. the name Great. of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked the uh, the montage of collecting up where the, the Wolverine cameo comes in when they're going around collecting all the right. different mutants. That was really well put together. It's cool to see them be buddies in something other than flashbacks. Yeah. Right. And working together with the same plan. Because in the original trilogy, they talk a great deal about, I helped start this school and I helped build Cerebro mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But to see them actually do it, it was yeah, good, man. It worked well, even with the original trilogies. Good mm-hmm. time. So because of all these reasons, I put First Class at number five, just beneath X2. I got it at number two. That's really high. That's really interesting. I also have it oh. at number five. Okay. First Class, number five. Wow. Well, I got number four. Number four. Where'd you got it, Tyler? I have it at number three. Ooh. Hmm. That's pretty high. You're high. We're great. finally starting to deviate a little. <laughs> I'm starting, yeah. I, I think that first class has a lot going for it. It introduces all these new characters who in some ways arguably are better in the role than the original cast members. Totally. Is that yeah. your highest Agreed. X-Men right now? That's your favorite X-Men on your list, right? That's the highest so far, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh and all these new casting, the, all the new characters, young Hank McCoy, young oh, Xavier, young uh, Eric, yeah, um, Michael Fassbender is so good. They're all great. They're all great. They, they all work super so well. So really, good. really well together. And even, like we said, Kevin Bacon was a good uh, initial villain for them to, to fight against. Good. Because yeah. there's so many subtleties in just with the filmmaking, like that scene where you finally see Eric up there in the Nazi concentration camp. And they're... He's standing, you know, in front of the desk and he's t- being told to move that coin. There's a moment where you, it's revealed that Kevin Bacon is like a s- significant villain mm-hmm. in Eric's life Has a strength because uh, the music changes all at once. The camera changes. And then like, all the, on the other side of the room, you see his torture chamber, like his experiments chamber. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then they bring in Eric's mom and shoot him. I thought this mm-hmm. is such good, compelling yeah. yeah, story. It was a tough. monster. Yeah. yeah, it really was. It was really good. Oh, and the beautiful way that he just pushes that coin into his skull at the end is so yeah wonderful. 
Yeah, oh. everything everything absorbed tied, this energy. It all tied together yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the X Men franchise is back on top in an unexpected mm. way because I don't yeah. think anyone expected First Class to be that good. Nope. Matthew Vaughn hit a home run. Everyone was yeah. like, "Heck job, yeah, Vaughn!" Yeah, he earned his audience's trust back with that. Yeah, the, totally. The franchise came by like, "Okay, we're back." Yeah, and I want to see more Matthew Vaughn X Men. Like, that's bring I think him he back. Did a fantastic job. I don't need to see any more Brian Singer. Like I you've agreed. had your time. I agreed. You're done, dude. You're done. You were done. <laughs> I would have liked to see him do like Put Days of Future down. Past anyway, but yeah. Nonetheless, so, keep going. Uh, then we're all at this point like, well, cool. Now let's let's see some more of that. I like these characters. There's a lot more we can do with this setup before we get back to where the trilogies were. But we've got to go back to Wolverine before that. <laughs> they had been threatening to make another Wolverine spinoff for a long time. But then something changed when not other than Darren Aronofsky signed Ooh. on to direct the Wolverine spinoff sequel. Right. Now I'm thinking I love Darren Aronofsky. I love Requiem for a Dream. I love Pi and Black Swan. Black Swan. Uh, you know, he's just an amazing art director. The yeah. The Fountain with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking Noah he's was great. gonna make a Wolverine yeah. movie. This is going to be incredible. I, yeah. would, I was honestly thinking it would be like as good as The Dark Knight. Yeah. This is everybody mm-hmm. was like, this is it. This is right. going to be the best one. <laughs> yeah. A high art director is directing a comic and book movie. He was the one who said Christopher Nolan. The movie he's making is not called Wolverine Two or X Men, whatever. He's going to call it The Wolverine, and I was like, awesome. Boom. That sounds so cool. Yeah. But it takes place. So we we just experienced First Class. The Wolverine. I just watched for the first time this week. So I haven't. Oh man, what a seen, treat for yeah. you. Uh, so it opens with him in a Japanese. All right, uh, first, first, wait a minute. We haven't even say. got to the production yet. Yeah, Whoa. when Darinowski signs off, the new director ties it back into the X Men universe. Yep. Okay. So before so that, it was a standalone. Aronofsky movie. eventually left the project, right? Because he didn't want to spend months in Japan. <laughs> away right. from his family. Okay. That's fair. So James Mangold, who at that I point guess. had made uh, 310 to Yuma, was his big thing. Which yeah. is good. It's uh, all right. And it's good. Good Western. Meh. And I was like, I guess. But yeah, all <laughs> immediately the hopes of it being like this Christopher Nolan level right. comic book movie or dash. Even Hugh Jackman has this famous quote where like, we're going to get somebody even better than Darinowski. Well, maybe hopefully as good because he was no one is as good as him. So yeah, and it right. just seems such a weird thing that Aronofsky would even make a Wolverine movie. I consider it, yeah. So... Now this other guy comes along. They're going to make a movie. It's still the, called The Wolverine. It's still the Japanese saga from the comics that everyone loves so yeah. much. Um, and then in 2013, The Wolverine comes out. Right. I had no context for it. I didn't know if it happened in the future or the past. Uh, so the movie opens with him in a Japanese prisoner of war camp. There's a bomb. He gets burned up. His hair grows back exactly as it was before. <laughs> and the sideburns. Then he wakes up. And like, oh, okay. It's a dream. So he's not in Japan. And then he is in bed with Jean. And you're thinking, well, wait, how? And then he stabs her. And you go, oh, wait. This, we're in a dream within a dream here. Okay, let's keep going. Then he wakes up in the wilderness with a beard and a terrible CG bear. <laughs> and you realize, okay, so he's... We just saw first class. He's not Wolverine from the bar. Now he's Wolverine after the last stand. Right. And he's dealing with all his guilt from killing Gene. And some Japanese girl walks up and that's okay. Now that's what she the movie is. She wants to give him a job. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Japan. Go to see her master. 
The, okay. All the all right, I guess let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all the connections back to the universe, X-Men universe, came along when James Mangold came back to the right. project. I think Aronofsky, who knows what he would have made, but he kept saying that his he just wanted to make a story about Wolverine. It didn't have anything to say about the X-Men movies. Who knew if the continuity was going to work or didn't work? And who cares, really? Let him go make an, a Wolverine right. movie. This one clearly, like Tyler's saying, is set within the continuity of the X-Men universe. I mean, it opens with Jean Grey. And him being like, no, I've killed her again. You know, or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm so, so over that. Now, I got to say, went we to see this it. movie. You liked her. You killed her. Big deal. It's got some big <laughs> problems. Yeah. Even so, I really loved the Wolverine. It's got yeah, big problems. Yeah, me too. I didn't love it. What does that mean? Did you dislike it? I Ooh, didn't dislike it. I thought it was fun to go on an adventure with Wolverine and... It was an uh, interesting character arc, seeing him deal with guilt and the, whether or not he even wanted to continue to continue to live. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting to see him suffering and dealing with pain and and not regenerating. Um, and it was also refreshing to see blood everywhere because I watched the extended unrated yeah. version. Right. With all the Heck F-words yeah, and that the freaking ninja fight the in the more snow. violence. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, that's so, not in the direct uh, theatrical version at all. The ninja fight. Ninjas don't go ninjas. in a wood chipper. <laughs> that's not <laughs> at freaking all. wood chipper. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, that's weird. That's a great scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can't put that in so a PG-13. It was great seeing blood on his claws and seeing him, you know, suffer and fight some more. But I honestly had the worst time caring. Really? I oh. just about him or about anything? Anything. Man, maybe you were just a bit down. Maybe you Retired? needed some sunshine. <laughs> no. Were you dehydrated? I wasn't. You should have had a movies. square of chocolate. He's he's wandering around in the <laughs> wilderness to go to some bar to fight some hillbilly hunter. And this dumb Japanese girl shows up <laughs> and says, you're coming to Japan with me to meet this guy that you met in the prisoner of war camp whose life you saved because he's dying. And it just goes on and on with all these Japanese characters. And you don't really know what he's doing, why he's there. Why do we, what are we doing following him to Japan so we can say goodbye to some old guy? And uh, now there's like a corporation involved. And the whole reason that he, he himself cares at all about this storyline is because of that girl. She was running, trying to kill herself, jump off the cliff and he stopped her. That's the only thing that he's invested in. And he's just, He's committed to killing all these guys and following her down this crazy winding path to figure out the truth. He's an honorable because man. Because it's just some girl that he doesn't want to see get yeah, hurt. Yeah, but he's looking, for some, way, he's looking for some way to make amends for the stuff he's done. And he puts the Jean Grey character on her. Yeah, he's so now he's trying to do that. <sighs> yeah. Hey, I, but let me ask you this. But even still, I thought it was Tyler's, just boring. Tyler's making a legitimate. Yeah, it, it's true. You guys are both right. That's what you're supposed to think in the movie or if you're doing any kind of psychological I mean, it's homework. not even like an inference like we have that dream sequence at the yeah, beginning but they they don't really they don't really give you a ton of emotional development no. to make you understand it. sure how you get from that funeral chaos with the well you um, don't even really understand what's happening the yakuza yeah to him like refusing to let go of marie mariko uh, yeah. mariko and uh so I, I get that. That's, that's a big problem with the Wolverine. The worst problem with the Wolverine is the third act. When it turns oh, into a terrible. cartoon, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> when his claws <laughs> get cut get off. Viper why out of this she, movie. That's why the worst she was the worst. That's the worst part of Viper the movie. Viper was by far the oh, yeah, worst. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Agreed. I hated her guts. Yeah. <laughs> not, not even like... 
Not even that I liked to hate her. I just just hate her. Yeah, she she was awful. It just felt like studio crap. You're like, all right, he's doing his own thing away from everything. We don't need any X Men stuff. Or like, no, no, you got to put some mutants in there. Like, make yeah. a girl with she a, was worthless a tongue and terrible. she was more she was more than worthless. She was she detracted from the movie. Right, she a, made yeah. the movie way. worse by being there. Yeah. Yeah. She was an embarrassment. When she peeled her she was hair hot. off, <laughs> and she was just that dumb actress in that skull cap. <laughs> yeah, this is just terrible. Yeah, she sucked, and the the fight with the giant robot sucked. Yeah, yeah really. At sucked. least we know how to like cut antima- adamantium with <laughs> yeah. hot with adamantium. hot adamantium. Like, <laughs> but well, there listen, you go. when his <laughs> Never that when out. his claws get how cut off, them? how do they grow back and aren't bone? Like, where does the extra metal come from? Uh, no, he so he's able to regenerate when he. Yes. <laughs> pulls that mm-hmm. spider thing off his heart. <laughs> the, the shrimp, the robot shrimp from so, the Matrix. I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired of that Japanese girl with the with the dyed hair going on about how she sees people die and she Yuriko. saw him die, and then he and then he cuts his chest open and reaches in with his bare hand. I think, what are we doing here? <laughs> right, right. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, when he finally is able to heal himself. And his claws get cut off. He's able to regenerate those original claws. The bone yeah. claws. The bone oh, claws. yeah. Let me those are able to regenerate. Right. But my big question is, between the end of the Wolverine and the when beginning the of, of uh, Days of Future Past, how does he get his metal claws back? Right. That's what I'm asking. Where are they from? Science. There's so many other questions. How did Xavier get a body back? How did Magneto power up? How did Rogue power up? We we answered those. No, no we, we didn't. We, we just said those questions. Xavier, as old Patrick Stewart is standing up bolt upright when at the end of Origins and is back in when we know that McAvoy <laughs> ends up in a wheelchair. I don't know. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe it's a telepathic projection yeah. in Origins. No, we know the answer because Matthew Vaughn, when he took over, just said, "I'm just gonna have to screw up the continuity to make my movie better." Yeah, because uh, y'all jacked up a bunch of crap. And let him, because his movie was great. Heck right? yeah. Magneto uh, game. Second best songs. one. Did you guys like that bed that that little old Japanese movie yeah. was on? <laughs> cool bed. Rad. Cool bed. Yeah, cool bed. Yeah. And he's inside the like samurai robot, like uh, yeah. like Quato or... I had the hardest... Talking to him. It's great. I had the hardest time... I had the hardest time keeping up with Start who the heck the some of these people were. <laughs> Open your we got mind. the old guy who he <laughs> saved. Open your mind. We got the old guy who he saved. Apparently, has a corporation. Yeah. Let's see if I can get this. Okay. He has a corporation. So far, he so has good. a son who likes to spar with swords and fence and stuff. Whose son does in their it? giant house? Yeah, surrounded by guards. sure. It's a normal son behavior. Then that they have a granddaughter who he gave the company to. But there's also this guy who's an archer who likes the girl but is working with Viper. And the Viper is the old guy's doctor. And so the the dad, not the grandfather, who's the guy he saved, the grandfather wants to take Wolverine's, wants to take Wolverine's powers yeah. so he doesn't die. Yeah. But then what in the world is the deal with the dad? He doesn't get the business, so now he wants to fight Wolverine. He's not getting the business because he wants to give the business to Mariko. She's more responsible. Right. No, no, yeah, the dad, not the grandfather. Grandfather gave the business to his granddaughter. Right. And now the dad is angry because he didn't get the business. And so why is he fighting Wolverine? Because he's trying to kill his daughter? He wants to kill Mariko and Wolverine is protecting Mariko. Okay. 
And then who is the archer and why is he working with Viper? <laughs> the archer is working. I thought he was working against the Yakuza. Right. He's a childhood friend that is with oh, the Mary family Cove? and he's and he's with the ninja. Uh-huh. And who's the guy that, that Wolverine <laughs> threw out of the building into the pool? Was that the arranged marriage? That was guy? the arranged yeah. marriage. The so, politician. But she really liked the archer? Yeah. She likes yeah. Wolverine. It's all coming together. At one point, she, she, she was just they like leading the archer on. They kiss and then he says goodbye forever. Yeah. What is the nickname that she calls him from the fairy story? Fuzzy Wuzzy or something like that? I can't Fuzzy remember. <laughs> anyway. Wolverine. You're making it sound bad. I'm about Wolf. to defend it. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, guys. No, here's, no here's, it's not bad. Here's Come my thing. Yeah, I'll give you some of those qualms. I think it, the movie plays out, and it actually is pretty comprehensible, more so than you're making it sound like. It's not the mess that Origins was. Uh, yeah, it's better than Origins. That's by far better than Woo-hoo. Origins. But what I, I liked, just had the hardest time caring. I liked that it was a Wolverine movie. I, I it's I'm kind of with Patrick. I really like Hugh Jackman as yeah. Wolverine. I like that he had his own movie that wasn't uh, you know convoluted with other X Men stuff. At least not horrifically not directly yeah. and the stuff there. that was cool in the wolverine i thought was very cool i lo- i love that fight that he had um in the the japanese home yeah well, that was cool uh, with was the samurai guy yeah. yeah the bullet train thing yeah. was cool when yeah, he accepts yeah. his his cool. name and he says i'm the wolverine i loved i mean i really like the the director's cut that's a little more over the top it's cool to see wolverine in a little more brutal the fights right. the fights yeah. with the ninja in the snow in the village is one of the coolest things in any of those pretty. movies yes yeah. but he he shows up and he says these are all the guys that you brought and he's no match for them he doesn't even really kill very many of them most of them die from the snowplow thing and he takes a, a few swipes at some of them but he ends up just trying to run away and getting shot in the back by all those arrows yeah, but he's you know he can't die, so that's that's yeah. That's still a win. Favor. But he, well, right. I but call they that an unqualified success. <laughs> they managed to trap him. Coming out on top. And as much as much game as he as he spoke at the beginning, you know, <laughs> he talked a lot of game. <laughs> yeah. He, talked didn't, big he game. didn't really he didn't really <laughs> stain that snow red, if you know what I mean. It wasn't much mm. going on. I like it. Was it was cool. It was Wolverine's fun. good. It was weird yeah. seeing all those ninjas on the rooftops with motorcycles. I don't know how they got up there. <laughs> hey, man, ninja <laughs> powers. Hey, yeah. check this. I got the Wolverine at five. Did, Did you, you guys you check that? there? You threw us all yeah. off. I got it at he's five. sick of talking about it. So yeah, man. Like, <laughs> it's great. Tyler's wrong. It's at five. <laughs> <laughs> I got it at five. Put me down for five. Hey, yo. Matches. I have the Wolverine at three. Shoot. That is high, boy. I like it. I mm. The bad parts on it are far outweighed by the cooler parts, and I have it at number two. Mm-hmm. I really oh love. Oh I love gosh. this movie. I really <laughs> like that. This. Is so <laughs> high. Team Porter, I feel like you guys gotta like do something. Today. I feel like we're in a hole right now. Let me bring up uh, Tyler something that he uses a lot when he's making his lists. Okay. When I open my drawers of uh, not my <laughs> underwear. Oh okay. You open your drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. Oh, baby. <laughs> whenever, whenever I see the Wolverine, I just open my drawers. <laughs> open my drawers. It's just and I'm in for a good two. time. Me and, number two. <laughs> Me and Hugh, some time for Man, two. That guy is <laughs> so whoa. I'm about to get swole, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll never get back. You didn't have to. Anyway. Okay. So is this one of these times? We got a couple fives. <laughs> 
Two <laughs> number three. <laughs> is this uh, one of those times in life where context would be helpful? <laughs> I have a dresser <laughs> that I keep my Blu-rays in, and so it is. It has drawers, not under drawers, but drawers that you pull sure, out or sure. open to get to your movies. When I go to my movies to watch one, and I'm looking at all these because I have all the X-Men movies, I put in the Wolverine a lot because it's entertaining to me. It's fun. It's it's the most ripped that Hugh Jackman is. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Movies, and I think about those those cool scenes playing. You know, it's like, I don't know if this is the same way for you guys, but sometimes when you're looking at movies you want to watch, some sequence in that movie will flash through your head. You'll be like, that would be a cool sequence yeah. to see tonight. You know, I'd love to see those prawns rip off that guy's head. Oh, so you always. put in District 9 or sure. whatever. Sure, always. Freaking prawns. Watch with Kill Bill, yeah, or you know, like uh, with Batman Begins, you think of that training montage, and you're like, oh, I'd love to see him train. So you put, yeah. so I have those moments in the Wolverine, like, oh, I want to see him fight those ninjas, or I want to see him have that cool fight with the samurai. So I put in the Wolverine and watch it a lot. I love Hugh Jackman, and it's cool that it's cool that he has his own movie that's not a bad one. The Origins is so bad. I feel like the Wolverine. I wish that it could have been the Darren Aronofsky version, but I'm right. just happy that it's a movie that is doesn't suck. It's actually to me really good. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you put it, Tyler? I have it at number seven. See, here's what Jeez. I would think. Yeah, that, I think so the low. problem is since you watched them all back to back. I watched them in release order. Yeah. In in a week, so you lose some of the joy of Di- you lose some of the fun of watching it because it's right. so having like waited for what when did this one come out 2013 11 you said the Wolverine? 2013 right so you've waited 13 years since first seeing an x-men movie and you finally yeah, get a but Wolverine even that, movie like that's he's watching good. so many of these movies for the first time we're just renewing it. it's just too much at once you lose yeah. some of the fun of watching these so a lot of this is tyler's fault he yeah, brought this it. upon yeah that's why it's happening yeah you're listening <laughs> let's <bias>. get him <laughs> yeah you're that's done it, open your drawers you're about to pay you don't have to Tyler. in movies uh yeah you're gonna give us a movie yeah that's what i know didn't work i was just clarifying for the did everyone mention where they have it on their list yeah we all said yeah number seven so that was uh that was that until the very next year when days of future past comes along this seemed like a big deal because now it's like first class came along we're all back on board uh, yeah. The Wolverine came along, and it was it was pretty divisive, but it wasn't like reviled. No one was like, "Oh, it was just a god awful yeah. piece of crap." It right. Zero connection to First Class. It's just off on its own. Yeah, yeah but it was still yeah, like a good X Menish yeah. movie. Yeah, it was nice yeah. to see quality. I can yeah. I can at least acknowledge it was a quality movie. His claws didn't look like they got drew on Problems. with a crayon. Yeah, yeah. So now Days of Future Past comes along, and it's like, oh, Brian Singer is going to do an X Men movie. You know, he had done the two that we all love so much. He's going to come back. He's going to do this one, and the premise was just like wait what because it's like they're they're doing the new ones and the old ones together in right, one yeah. movie i gotta admit when i saw the trailer i was like that's that's too complicated it's gonna suck I yeah was, I, I was captivated by the trailer i was interested like, i was just like really? oh it's like too much. much it seemed too much it seemed like too oh. emotional pull and i was bummed out the singer was back and i was like i thought <laughs> we were done with this i was too but Really? Yeah. Because we loved his first two movies. Yeah, but I was like, we moved on. I didn't want to see them on the ropes yeah. again, flying around. And yeah, stuff. I I did think, does this guy know how to make an X-Men movie? Sure, that worked <laughs> in 2000, but is that going to work Because he now? gave us Superman Returns in the middle of this, you know? That's hey, true. I got a place in my heart for Superman Returns. Okay, well, we'll do a podcast on that when you get your own spinoff show. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Close your drawers. Uh. <laughs> Close your drawers. <laughs> Go back to England. <laughs> 
I will, and I'll take my Superman Returns podcast with me. Anyway. Anyway, go to see this thing because, like, as always, even if you think it's going to be bad, I'm going to go see the thing. Yep. Hey, Days of Future Past was awesome. Yeah, it, it was it really so freaking good. raw. It's, so, it's good. so good. It it's was so good. It was masterful storytelling to blend these two franchises together. What's well, one franchise, these two different storylines together. Yeah. It was yep. a brilliant Amazing. idea. It's outstanding. It's it, it just every step of the way. He managed to make them blend together so well. Yep. Right. And we forgive all the gaps. Like how like we keep saying, Well, how did this happen? How did that happen? You don't care because the yep. story's so captivating and yeah. the acting well, is so good. At the end of Wolverine, you've got that stinger where it's Wolverine I have a problem with the stinger actually. Uh, <laughs> he gets it's just, I was just frustrated. He gets on an airplane at the end of Wolverine and they, they're just sitting there talking about where should we go and it's like, Well, what is so significant about this? It's just a stupid moment that we're just sitting here watching them talk about where they're gonna go on the plane. Anywhere. Anyway, Stinger says two years later and he's in an airport. So wait, did his plane flight take two years or is it just a coincidence that he's at an airport after we just saw him on a plane? Anyway, it was two years later. He's going through security. And Magneto and Professor show up, and you see that Trask thing, the yeah. commercial for Trask up on the television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sets up Days of Future Past. And I saw that, and I said, this is just the dumbest yeah. connection <laughs> to Days of Future Past. And, and I'm amazed that they managed to make Days of Future Past so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree. When I, again, seeing those trailers, it just seemed like a hopelessly convoluted concept. And if you know anything about Days of Future Past and the comics, I was just like, they're going to try that. Right. In a movie that just doesn't seem like it will ever work. And why not just give the young guys their own movie again? They were so good. You know, yeah. why do we have to do more of this? Right. Quit um, coming in with a new haircut every time, Halle Berry. <laughs> we did <laughs> it. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. From start to finish, Days of Future Past was totally compelling. It was like you get all the Wolverine you want. It's a, it's Wolverine yeah. as the protagonist right, of the yeah. film. And you get to see him against the backdrop of these new interesting younger cast. Right. Um, it feels cool to have the the older cast members come into the movie, but not like overcrowded or make it unnecessarily right. inflated. With like you know, Halle Berry a storm. Who cares? But it's kind neat that yeah. she's in there. She's, and she's there, not yeah. a waste. She she's is a special place in everybody's heart. She doesn't get in the way. Is no, right. what's great about nobody it. gets yeah. in the way. Even stuff that seems like it should be cheesy, like the Sentinels can take on and and adapt. That was cool. That but was it was really idea. cool. Oh, those yeah. were freaking just, yeah. awesome. If somebody and just explained that to me and be like, "That's lame." But then when you see it, it's neat. From the very oh, yeah. first couple scenes, monsters. you've got you've got what is clearly genocide of the mutant race, right? And you from that point you understand what this this movie is going to be about because like the very first three you could point your finger and explain in a few words what the story is mm-hmm. it's turn everyone into mutants save the mutants cure the mutants and now this is save the mutants from genocide which is super sick yeah they're on the brink of extinction in a yeah. dystopian future yeah and so you've got this these future scenes which are pretty terminator and this whole I mean, story, it's t- this yeah. whole storyline is this is T2 where they're undoing which is fine because T2 is the best terminator movie and but then you then you cut to the next scene where they're hiding out in some warehouse and you you get the gravity of the situation right away because everyone dies. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, holy crap, how are they going to... They just this killed everybody. Yeah. Right. And all our characters have, are dead <laughs> already. And then you realize, oh, they're getting sent back in time. And you get that great campfire exposition because mm-hmm. they're so good at putting campfire scenes into these X-Men yeah. movies. There's yeah. one of them in X2. It's important. <laughs> it's important. And they actually acknowledge... 
Right. So they actually acknowledge the like the science and like thought processes for dealing with time travel where they this like I think this is one of the best theories of time travel that's been done in any film or television show where instead of a person physically traveling back in time they just send a person's consciousness back into their old body good idea which makes so First much time, yeah. sense yeah. It's, it's great that is really brilliant and then they actually go around in a circle mm-hmm. and acknowledge all of the consequences of doing that mm-hmm. they say well if you change something in the past it could make it could kill all of us. It can make some of us never be born. Like you're asking us to sacrifice ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they actually talk through all of those basic issues that so many people have with time travel movies. And they rule, all, they rule them all out. Mm-hmm. He managed to write a time travel movie that works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a looper's scene in the cafe where they said, let's not get into the time travel. Cause we <laughs> yeah. should be drawn on napkins all day. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a it great was, movie. But it was good. I mean, so yeah, they they take us back in time to Logan, who like he develops himself. You learn all. He learns about himself. He learns about the rest. Of the he has a he great arc in the movie. More. Yeah, and there was a cool and reason the, yeah. to send him back because he could right. survive the process. Survive. Yeah, which seemed like it was even more agonizing than the Weapon X program in Origins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he only spent a half hour in that. Right, it was just twenty minutes getting a shot. This is and worse. hey, he wakes up and you immediately get a big Wolverine butt shot. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you, right. sir. Open the draw. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping those draws. And the this is uh, well, one of the good. things he's been squatting heavy. One of the reasons I complained about Apocalypse is because it felt like an '80s movie that wasn't an a- actually an '80s movie, but. Uh, Days of Future Past embraces the period piece nature. Yeah, it's definitely the 70s. It's right after Vietnam. (laughs) He travels through time, and the first thing you see is a lava lamp. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he wakes up on a waterbed. Yeah. And then those guys come in. Looking super 70s Very 70s. Yeah. Yeah. I love the alternate history stuff of, like, I was trying to save JFK because he was a mutant and stuff like that. Right. From First Class. Yeah, Yeah, that Cold War stuff from First Class was great. Yeah. And so they do it really, really well in... Days of Future Past. Yeah, really. But he well. steps out on the street and you just immediately get 70s music. And yeah. Mm-hmm. The smoking fantastic. billboard and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, yeah. Again, it seemed like they were having fun in Days of Future Past. Like, every, yeah. all the characters were glad to be there. Like, right. even Professor X, he's walking around. He's he's all mopey and sad and he, did, well, he takes he was, his drug. He's, he's like basically place. like a yeah. heroin addict. Get, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you believe it. Like, he's. Yeah. You yeah. understand why he's there. Totally. But they, they managed to connect a lot of the stories so well. Like,. Professor X being all mopey in his big mansion with his legs is because of that serum that Beast had developed. Right. So there's a lot of carryover that yeah. was perfect for yeah. the yeah. exposition. Well, it made sense, yeah. And to have Wolverine <clears throat> come looking for them, for the young versions of them, they don't know him yet. Right. right. It just made for such fun and interplay <laughs> between them. He remembers them and says, I'm going to give you the same answer you gave me. Yeah. 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 He punches him and the he punches Beast in the face and says, You and I are gonna be friends one day. <laughs> right. You just don't know it. Yet. Yeah. yeah. And young strikers there again being all yeah, terrifying there's, there's and a, menacing. A lot of good connections, uh, especially when Mystique is in Vietnam and she goes into that, that room. Did you see that she was called Colonel Sanders? What? She's a colonel and her name says Sanders. I was like, Come on, Raven, what are you doing? Why are you making a KFC joke when you're going to save those oh guys? Gosh. Uh, but she goes in the room. Havoc is in there, obviously from first class, and then the frog guy from the first X Men, Toad, Toad, yeah. Toad. The, yeah. frog, the guy frog guy that's and, called Toad. Uh, William Stryker is there, of course, yeah. from mm-hmm. Origins and X Two, who is I thought was really smart, is the apprentice of Trask. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it just connected so well from that was great so writing. many different movies. And mm-hmm. it felt, this felt like the first X-Men movie that wasn't writing that line between uh, like cool, sophisticated action movie, action adventure, sci-fi movie, and kind of campy comic booky thing. Because right. the older X-Men movies obviously do that because they're dated and it was earlier. It was before mm-hmm. superhero movies got a little more sophisticated. Um, but even some of the later better ones, they, they mess with that line because X-Men is just such, it's such a hard universe to not let it lapse into cartooniness. Um, and days of future past feels like a grown up movie. It feels like mature and all the, just like Tyler was saying, all the weird concepts they managed to play off in a way or pull off in a way that are like, that doesn't feel stupid. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. The characters are buying it. The audience can buy it. Yeah, the the some of the exposition exposition and plot points that propel the storyline. In in some movies, they feel forced, but in this one, it felt natural and Mm -hmm. organic. Like this, yes, this is how they would react. This is how they would they would make decisions. Mm -hmm. This it all makes so much sense. Yeah, and it and it delivers on all the levels you'd like an X Men movie to deliver. The action is great. The the BA moments with Wolverine are awesome. Yeah, but interesting with that, you don't think about this when you're watching it, but I thought about it afterwards. Wolverine's fight scenes are limited so much. Like, he fights right. the guys when he wakes up. He doesn't do any fighting in the future world. No. He just lays there. All right, he stabs Kitty, <laughs> stabs Kitty Pride yeah, by accident. Yeah. But then, uh, and then he fights, he kind of fights a Sentinel man, and that's it. After the other that, he's no, just walking right. around talking. Yeah. But it's so great he, he's because told he's to pushing be the story. Right, yeah. right. It's just such a cool thing to see he's him do that. It's very risky to do that, though. It's yeah. like he's not like he shows restraint, and he's there as Logan. He's almost a diplomat. Right. Yeah, right. He's he's very much older Wolverine at this point. Like you yeah. can tell, he's been in the company of Charles Xavier for some time, and is like yeah, grown and back it, into his humanity. It makes for great storytelling mm-hmm. to take the flawed and what's been the classically immature character and put them in a position where they're the ones responsible mm-hmm. for getting these people together, and then all the other characters that are in their most broken places. Yeah, yeah, it flips that, it. yeah, yeah. Good you're good like, point. man, these it's guys really got point. their work cut out for them. And mm. the tension really is works. It's effective. I guess we all like Days of Future Past. Yeah, but oh, what yeah. about the uh, that weird Rogue cut? Anybody yeah, besides me? I, until I, watch I haven't I've seen it. I've I watched the Rogue cut this week. Yeah, it was it was good. What's it, the Rogue cut? The Rogue cut is a version of Days of Future Past that includes Rogue. In the f- in the, her just in the present the or the past? In, in the, the present. present. So in the bad she, sentinel yeah. present. So. Really? There, there's actually the it does actually include changes to the past though. Good you just, you it changes spoil the, the yeah. road cut for you. I'll, I'll, I'll We're take gonna spoil the road cut. Yeah, okay. In the road cut, when Kitty Payne gets stabbed by Wolverine, Kitty you know, Pride. thrashing. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride, come on. Kitty, what did I call her? Kitty, Kitty Payne. Payne. She was cool, in Payne. Yeah, yeah Payne. that's cool. That's Kitty like a Pride. roller derby name. <laughs> yeah, Kitty Pride. Sorry. When she gets stabbed by Wolverine thrashing around. Uh, of course, Iceman is worried about her, so <laughs> so he's trying to figure out what to do. And they have that that conversation in the hallway where uh, the whole movie is exactly the same up until this moment where Kitty Pride gets stabbed, and that Iceman is having the conversation. She can't go on like this. They're like, they need more time. And then Bobby Iceman says, "I have an idea. Let's go get Rogue. She can take over for Kitty. Sure, absorb her powers, just like can, in X Men One. Can yeah, and continue oh. keeping." Logan in the past. 
What a right. horrible thing to ask his ex-girlfriend to take care of his new girlfriend. Yeah, they right. messed yeah. with that because like the compound, the mansion had been taken over, so they had to yeah. go rescue her. So they're hiding out um, in this. Oh, he didn't want to go get temple. her before that, huh? So he did. <laughs> how they yeah. get there from so bringing they, China to they, Westchester yeah, they, real fast? They say uh, we need to get Rogue. She can take over. And Professor says, "I don't know where she is. I've been searching for her." And Bobby says, I know where she is. She's in Cerebro in the mansions. You can't see her in there. So they go and save her. But it's Bobby and and um, Professor and Magneto go to get her. And uh, the Sentinels attack them in the mansion. And Bobby dies in the mansion. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big change. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the past, Beast and Mystique have a love scene. Oh, they're rolling around on the floor in front of the fire, both of them blue in their natural mutant shapes. He's hairy and everything. Hairy, making out. Yeah, she went back to, she went back to um, the mansion cell. in the past to destroy Cerebro. So it's kind of a there's a parallel Whoa. there where in the future and in the past they're both at the mansion. How much runtime does this add to them? That yeah, sounds like, like a really detailed scene. Had like 15 minutes or something. Wow. Yeah, that the mansion rescue scene was pretty cool. It's worth going back. Yeah. Just okay. see that part. The mansion rescue scene was cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll look it up on. Is it? And on you've the seen Blu-ray both versions, extra? right? Yeah, we've it's seen both versions. It's you have to buy the special. Oh, you buy the Blu-ray special Rogue version. Cut. Rogue cut. I have that copy. It's, okay. yeah, it's good, but it, uh, obviously Rogue is very easily lifted out, and it adds some complication that's unnecessary. But they're and it they're keeps cool. Bobby alive. Uh, Bobby, no, Bobby still dies. Oh yeah, all right. Um, but what was kind of interesting was the developed love story between Beast and Mystique because you get that in First Class, yeah, which yep. is kind of non-existent in Days of Future Past. But he still has a strong affection for her and he cares about her. And this Why gives not? you more reason to. Right. Yeah. And then when we get we'll the apocalypse, that. you see the tension even more so right. based on that scene. Because they rolled around on the floor. They did roll around. <laughs> yeah, they did. Wow. Matt, uh, that's really interesting because imagine you're Anna Paquin. You shot. You showed up and it was your big return to the X-Men franchise and someone, you get a phone call. I hope. <laughs> hey, what's up, Brian? So excited for the big premiere about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been we, cut. We cut out your scene and storyline and all mention of your characters. We cut. Well, no, she still has a she single has a, shot, yeah, a single shot of her head poking out in the hallway at the right. end yeah, when true. Kelsey Grammer shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, Logan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if I have one major critique about Days of Future Past, it's that they spent so much time trying to make sure that Wolverine uh, remained in the past when they're worried about, you know, making sure things change so that they don't die in the future. It's like, why are they trying so hard? They've already set the plan into motion in the past. He doesn't need to stay back there anymore. And by this point, he's just at the bottom of the river mm-hmm. with rebar running through him. Yeah. And even Gee. still, if they do bring him into the future, uh, whatever course that is, they've now been put on in the past is going to, is going to no, play. No, no, they set the rules, remember? It, he has to snap back to the present, and when he wakes up in the present, that's when it sets. If he doesn't snap back to the present, none of it sticks. So bring him back. Really? Yeah. So why didn't, they, why didn't they... Well, they don't know he's like in Rebar City. Right, they're just hoping he hops back at any second. Now they're like, as soon as he wakes up, we're, we're hopefully... Yeah, whatever even is still, different is if, different. The, if it played out, even if they had died in the future, th- that wouldn't matter. 
right the past is still playing out and the future will never happen whether they die or not no he has to wake up in the future in the before. future and right. then it sets so in the place right now it's like killed. a hyperbolic or a hypothetical idea uh-huh. and then yeah, those are different right it's hyperbolic but if he wakes up then it it's an up. Up. Yeah, okay the future is partially so open at there this was point. a piece of exposition that he has to wake up in the future right they yeah. have to keep him right. alive to make the new future exist because someone asks mm. if as soon as he changes something will we be safe and they're like right. he has to finish everything and wake up in this body for yes. that's why they that. have to keep him calm when he starts freaking out like, right oh, so have to keep, keep him back there but what about striker in which makes sense to go back to what tyler said it actually makes logical sense that his consciousness would have to leave that body. He can't be in two places at once right. for it. To, until then, all he's doing is messing around with an amorphous stuff is changing, but they don't know exactly what's changing until he leaves. And then the whatever affects the future will be locked in place. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. okay. Can, we, can we recognize no, uh, Michael no Fassbender fate. again? Sure. I mean, Fantastic Magneto. You yeah. actually right. witness how... Witness? Like, you know, just like impressive he is like he's basically unstoppable i mean yeah lifting lifting a stadium that was fantastic it, yeah it looked stunning based on what yeah i mean just like lifting everything around and, and like dropping just, it down around the white house yeah, yeah. Just, and like, like where that cop car like swerves yeah. out and all the oh dust comes out it's yeah. so good it's good to Putting see the railroad him ties and grow the more into yes. the like sinister magneto yeah. character mm-hmm. was really cool yeah and he does yeah. it with all the he really takes well. all those like short nosed handguns and just flips them and then swings uh-huh. to the TV cameras. Yeah, it's so, so good. Cool. He's such a good bad guy. It's just invincible. It's just an inv- like, yeah, the control. As long as he's like got some really metal. That That's <laughs> right. If he's in Plastic Town, so he's all out of luck. Well, uh, Dinklage was a great bad guy too. He was. He was. He was good. Creepy Dinklage. He was. And Mystique was able to turn herself into someone half her size with different <laughs> clothes, and she made glasses that she could take on and off. And even though she hadn't met him, she knew what his voice sounded like. Yeah. That could have been from TV. <laughs> or well, maybe... There it is. Uh, There's your answer. There's your answer. TV. From TV. TV. Man. TV. TV. Just yeah. like Apocalypse <laughs> learned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where is it on your list? I've got it at number two. I've got it at number one. Number one. I've got it at number three. Well. Wow. Good job, guys. Number two. Number one. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Tyler. Mm. That's right. But we all guys. love it. We can. Yeah. Agree. Oh it's yeah, it's, it's a high. Yeah. Great. Good ensemble cast. Apparently we just right. did a mini podcast yeah. on. We really did. Just the fact that it rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry for anyone out there's there who been, doesn't like it. That part would have been, been really lame. No other franchise that's been fragmented into two completely different it, that, stories. That element really is fascinating and, it, and unique. It brought them together so well. Yeah. And that moment where he comes back in the future and everything's made right and everybody's happy mm-hmm. in the in the mansion. It's right. yeah. so great and that's, to see. To me, that's part, and we'll get to Apocalypse where we talked about it all last week, but that's what makes it a little disappointing to me is because they rewrote everything so well and so cleverly to see the follow-up not be as yes. good. You're kind of like, Absolutely. oh, all that work for this. Mm-hmm. For, a, a for an okay movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next movie in the uh, X-Men franchise is one that's a, a bit surprising. Go back to X-Men Origins and, and Ryan Reynolds playing Wade Wilson who becomes something that they call Deadpool <laughs> in the movie. Weapon the 11. And then, they, yeah, Weapon <laughs> 11. And then they... Uh, they at that point pledged to make a Deadpool movie, but because, uh, well, of a couple things, X-Men Origins was panned so horribly in the long term, and because the filmmakers were committed to making a Deadpool that was faithful to the source material, which is a really strange thing, 
the project stalled out in development hell for years until we we talked about this. Go back and listen to our episode on Deadpool. Eventually, someone leaked some test footage. The internet went crazy, and they made this crazy movie called Deadpool just a few months ago this year in 2016. And it's very much <laughs> set in the, uh, the X-Men universe that yep. maybe not in the maybe not specifically in the continuity of the x-men movie universe but charles xavier's school for the gifted is there uh winks and jabs it teases yeah. everything colossus is there. deadpool yeah. is aware of the fact that uh xavier has been played by two different <laughs> <laughs> people um yeah. So it's it's weird to think of it as a as an X-Men movie because it's obviously so unlike any X-Men movie, but you can't get away from the fact that there there they are. Yeah, yep. it totally is. So uh we already did a, b- a big whole thing yeah. on it, but yeah. in a nutshell, what do you guys think and how do you feel and how how hard is it to put this movie in the in the rankings because it is so different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's not fair almost to make it play by the same rules. Yeah. It's it like doesn't which, play by the same which, rules. Which, which is doesn't. better Schindler's list or major league? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they're kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on my mood. Uh, my criteria for making a list is parts paying respect to just quality of filmmaking, the quality of storytelling, but then also in part, uh, what I would pull off of the shelf first and yep. watch more often. Which is fair. What you're going to get out of your drawers. Deadpool <laughs> is... <laughs> right. <laughs> Deadpool is a high-quality film that deserves respect for being good storytelling and good movie-making. Uh, but it's also just a lot of fun and very likable. So I, I don't have major critiques for it other than what I've said in the, like on the Deadpool episode where I think that they get two Deadpool <laughs> Deadpool's too Deadpool. <laughs> it's too dead, too pool. I think you just like Tyler says when you pull it off the shelf. That's what you're gonna watch. To me, it's like I have the Wolverine higher than Days of Future Past. I think Future Past is a better movie, but yes, I like is. the Wolverine better. I like it's more I, fun for me. Yeah, to I watch understand it. that. I that's mean, how I would put Deadpool on the list. That's somewhere. that's yeah. always messing with your sensibilities when you're trying to make a list like right. this because you can acknowledge like uh, I have just like. Patrick, I have the Wolverine high, and I have it higher than, not higher than Days of Future Past, but higher than First Class and X2, which I would agree are, be- if you're going to look at the sophistication of filmmaking, they're better. Sure. But I just like the Wolverine more. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, with all that said, and with all we've said in the past about Deadpool, I put Deadpool at number one. Oh, yeah, I expected that. I put it at number three. What'd you say, Tyler? Said I expected that. What was that oh, supposed yeah. to be a diss or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, where did you diss. where did yeah, you <laughs> put it? <laughs> Ooh, disrespect. I've, got, I've got Deadpool at number two. What? Right. It's yours is one different <laughs> than mine. Yeah, it's not number one. <laughs> 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 Matt, you said number three. Yeah. Oh, well. I have a solid number one. I I love Deadpool. I expected that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got diss me, man. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, I got it number three just because. I mean, is the, it stands out from the rest of them. Yeah. Like a, a wonderful sore thumb. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to stand like, it's going to stand out. It's funny. Gonna sore a, it's going to stand the test of time. Sure. Uh, amongst even these other ones. Cause it's, it's so atypical. It's so original. It's so fun. It's something that believes in itself. It's outrageous. I mean, it's a roller coaster ride that, you know, all these other ones, yeah, I mean, they're just they're in a shadow of it. Um, yeah, big fan of Deadpool. Yeah, it's great. 
They just don't real special with it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where when I was making the list, part of me was even thinking that it was unfair to include Deadpool, even though I know we have to, um, because these other movies, even the Wolverine, which is the only one that doesn't have X-Men in the title, uh, it's clearly set within the deliberate continuity of the X-Men movies. And Deadpool just acknowledges that there, <laughs> there actually are X-Men movies. They acknowledge that. Right. He's playing with the action figures in the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, there, you know, it's just such different rules. If you were to let it play by its own rules and take it out of the list, Days of Future Past, for me, rises to the top very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and Days of Future Past is awesome. But I think... Uh, and may, I don't know, who knows how these things shake out over the years as they go by, but Deadpool, since theaters and then having it at home, uh, I bring people over and they're like, oh, you've got that, let's put it in. And it's just like, this is still as entertaining mm-hmm. as the first time we watched it. And I can't believe that it exists. Yeah. So do you think that Days of Future Past managed to uh, alter Deadpool's future? That's why we can see the Deadpool from Origins and go, yeah, that that was terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Luckily, Days of Future Past corrected that. And now we got a proper Deadpool. Sure, yeah, let's yeah. put it in the continuity like that. That works. Yeah. Well, you know, we talked about this in the Moose episode, movie mm-hmm. news or mm-hmm. Moose as Moves. we call it at yeah. You Hate Movies, um, <laughs> officially. Uh, that Brian Singer is talking about. He's threatening to make more X Men movies, and he's mm. saying, yeah, we could get Deadpool in the in the X Men. Yeah. Movies. Of course he wants to because of the money, but the box office dollars. No, you can't. No. That's what I'm saying. He even he even <laughs> says that oh. though. He was like All saying right. I oh, don't, well, if it's tricky it. because he's so meta and so aware it doesn't work with a grounded It's a different character set thing. of rules altogether. Yeah, like I don't he, know if that's he can why make it stands some. out. Like he's he can there's no limit to him. Yeah. Like he's his own apocalypse. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like a deity in himself. You just if you start trying it. to limit it, it's yeah. just gonna be dumb. But I don't yeah, know how he exactly. could fit into an X Men movie because according, no according to him. this, yeah. he becomes Deadpool at present day. And so right. the rest of the X Men franchise is like thirty years behind him. How how are they going to fit Deadpool? He's not Deadpool until 2016, right? Well, it's just uh, future. Yeah, he just <laughs> so they'd have to make present day movies, and yeah, then at that point, do they movies. bring right. in? I feel like it's just going to be Patrick Stewart. He's going to yeah. walk through the movie set or something in the next one. Right, he'll have like a cameo. So like I actually, uh, hear me out on this. I think that there's a, there's a possibility it could be done and kind of be kind of neat if sure. they. They would have to have him show up and basically do what Ryan Reynolds did in that first scene in Origin. Mm-hmm. He'd still make wisecracks and he'd do a cool fight thing. He obviously can't talk to the camera and all that stuff. But he can be funny and he can do something violent and then they can get away from him. And, you know, it's just like Wolverine's cameo. Then we don't have to worry about him anymore. And then everyone would be like, <laughs> he could just be talking to yeah. the wall. Like, what are you doing? Maybe have he'll him, like have him argue yeah. with Wolverine. If they yeah. banter off of each other and that people, maybe will be he thrilled. could get mad at Wolverine for using the one F bomb that's allowed in like a PG 13. <laughs> Cause be he funny. was saving it. Yeah. But if, I, if now, if he breaks the fourth wall in a movie, in an X-Men movie, then the X-Men movie is now stupid. Right. Right. You can't do that. You can't have a fourth wall break. You just have to make him crazy like he's talking to himself or something. Right. I don't know. So, uh, 
Last but not least, X Men Apocalypse. In the same year as Deadpool, we get back to the. Golly, there's What's so many of these the, movies. The realistic, yeah. the ninth installment. This <laughs> might be our <laughs> longest episode ever. Good. <laughs> and grief. we just did an episode about Apocalypse, so we don't have to go in depth. Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'll go ahead and tell you, based on all the reasons I said in our last episode, I put Apocalypse at number seven. I also put it at number seven. Mm. It's the third worst. I have Apocalypse at number four. That is <laughs> goodness Good gracious. Grief, that's I'm, I'm going to need po- to retread your list. Yeah. <laughs> I have Apocalypse number seven. Yeah. I have it number seven as well. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say this. Though. I thought there's more redeemable qualities, apparently. I, uh, a lot more apparently. reasons to care, that's for sure, than well, the Wolverine. I've no, got Apocalypse strong. at seven, not as like because it belongs down there with the duds, but because it doesn't belong higher than the other ones. Yeah. No. I would say the same I thing. I feel in the wake of the wonderful success of days of future past mm-hmm. in the wake of Deadpool, they had to make another X-Men movie and it's not going to be as good of those. It just it's, really doesn't yeah. stand it's, up. There's nothing it can do with it, but they have to make an X-Men movie. Yeah. I hate it's to pass judgment what it is. on it as someone who had nothing to do with the hard work involved, but it is an unworthy successor to days of future past. Absolutely. Sure. I think we can all agree on not, that. Not, not completely unworthy, but not, yeah, not nearly as good. Right. Oh, you got dissed. <laughs> Who's, who did? <laughs> so oh, you want to recap of these lists? Yeah, should we Absolutely. go through? So number nine, I had Origins. It was just garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. insulting to yeah. anybody who's ever known anything about any X-Men ever. <laughs> or <laughs> movies. Or, or yes. <laughs> um, As a soul. You, number, can, you can borrow my copy if you want to watch nah, it. No. Number nine, Origins. Uh, number eight, The Last Stand. Number seven, The Wolverine. Number six, X-Men. Mm. Number five, X2. Number four, X-Men Apocalypse. Number three, X-Men First Class. You have Apocalypse higher than X-Men and X2? That's Yikes. crazy. Yeah. Matt, That's get them. Number two, Deadpool. Number one, X-Men Days of Future Past. I can't. I really yeah. don't understand why you have Apocalypse higher than X2. After all the stuff we just said Please, about Please, Tyler, reconsider. <laughs> Dig deep. Kind of surprised by that. Matt, what do you have? Let's make fun of your list. Okay. Number nine, I have Origins. Number eight, I have The Last Stand. Number seven, I have Apocalypse. Number six, I have X2. Number five, The Wolverine. Number four, X-Men. Number three, Deadpool. Number two, First Class. Number one, Days of Future Past. It's not not awful. Just get squirrely in the middle there, I think. I think you messed up X2. Patrick, see if you can do better. Yeah, number nine is X3. <laughs> number eight is Origins. Good number point. seven is Apocalypse. Number six is X-Men 1. Number five is First Class. Number four is X2. Number three is Future Past. Number two is The Wolverine. And number one is Deadpool. Dang, you got First Class really low. Rock on. It's hard to compete. Yeah. Good, These good are good movies. movies. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. Of well, I'm honored to say I mirror the Patrick Porter for the first four. There we go. Or the lowest four, right? Number nine, X-Men Last Stand. Number eight, Wolverine Origins. The only thing, reason why is because it's so silly, outrageous, comic booky. Maybe that's the simple piece of the recipe that redeems it over number nine. Number seven, X-Men Apocalypse. Number six, the very first X-Men Number five, The Wolverine. Number four, X-Men First Class. Number three, Deadpool. Number two, X-Men Dop. And number one, X-Men Two. Days of Future Past. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Dop. Dop. Yeah. I I admire you for letting the X2 rise up the ranks like that, but Days of Future Past is better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way better. better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
it here's the thing like it sets like as early as it was i think like that could have been the very first like x-men and i would have been like yeah Agreed. even better but for sure yeah uh Miles is a like uh, is is a like a lot of y'all's <laughs> nine is uh, uh, uh x-men origins colon wolverine which is a pile of crap. Number eight, uh, The Last Stand. Number seven, Apocalypse. Number six, The Original. Number five is X-Men First Class. Number four is X2, which was even better. Number three is The Wolverine, which apparently people don't agree with me about. Number two is Days of Future Past. And number one, even better, uh, or what I'll be reaching for out of my draws even more, is Deadpool. Here, here. Hashtag drive-by. What do you got to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see into the studio here, but I was looking into Tyler's eyes to see if he was judging my list. Yeah, Tyler looks really mad at us. He's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. Why, Why are you so, so mad at us, Tyler? <laughs> I watched 40 hours of X-Men this <laughs> week. It's yeah. too much X-Men. <laughs> He's going for his draw. <laughs> oh Excellent. Man, that was a lot of hard work, but don't think that you're off the hook. If we put in all this effort doing the hard work for you the least that you can do is to pitch in yourself so please go to youhatemovies.com leave a comment on this episode and tell us your list of x-men movies from best to worst you can also bother us with your opinions on social media at twitter and instagram and on facebook at you hate movies <laughs>